0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, those in between and affiliated to tonight's program. We're here once again to do our Monster Mash series. Mm. Uh, it's been a bit, uh, well, not that it matters, but yeah, we're here tonight and we're doing the Rebirth of Mothra. So Caleb, what copy are you watching this on?
1: Oh, I'm watching my uh, my Sony Blu-ray from 2014 with uh, all three films.
0: I figured. Now, it doesn't have the original Mothra in there, does
1: it? No, it doesn't. I've got that on Apple separate blu-ray that's quite a shame wait they're not all on the same disc are they sorry not on the same disc but in the same uh same uh, case
2: right okay yeah
1: two and three are on the same disc and then one they separate it for its own um but yeah i guess since we've got so much time for this one might as well just get into it and yeah maybe talk about as we as we go along so uh does everyone have their copies to the old timestamp zero i am ready to go sir sure yeah we'll hit play on the word play In 3, 2, 1, play. And I'm seeing a black screen. Oh, now some lovely clouds popping up. So yeah, the Rebirth of Mothra. Uh, I know, Isaac, you had not seen this prior, Eric. I'm assuming you hadn't really seen much of this. Not at all. Yeah, me, I did see these um, as a child. I never watched them all the way through because... I always got bored and changed the channel. I would just flip back. I was like, okay, when's the fighting going to start again? Um, but yeah, these used to show up on whatever our version of the sci-fi channel was. Space, I think they called it for a while then.
2: Yeah, I remember Space.
1: Yeah, so, so these would show up on there every, you know, maybe a couple times a year or something like that. And yeah, I'd sit down and watch some of it. Uh, but, it, yeah, these the, these were always in a different league. It's, uh, something about them just did not feel uh, like they were in the same, yeah, uh, what's the word, class, as those other ones. I'm assuming you guys watched this one earlier today.
2: Yes, indeed. And I a few days ago, I watched the original, which I had never seen, from 1961.
1: So oh, I, nice. I did watch
2: that in preparation as well.
1: Nice. Not that you needed to for this one. Should have save that for Godzilla Well, Tokyo S.O.S.? Because that's kind of a sequel to that. I didn't
2: know that until I watched both of these movies.
1: Oh. Doing some research or just uh, happened to find out
2: in that? Well, there was two reasons. One, I had to, I wanted to have some more familiarity with the original. Uh, I mean, I've seen Godzilla vs. Moth with the original, and I think the remake, or not the remake, but you know what I mean. Um, but not the standalones. I'd never seen any standalone Mothra. So I wanted to see the original of that just to have like, yes. you know, a base. But also for some unknown reason. For some unknown reason, I assumed because I was kind of thinking this was Heisei era. I know it's not technically, but I was thinking of it as being like Heisei era. And how Heisei kind of like reintroduce things for the for the Godzilla universe, like to a new audience. I thought mm-hmm. that's what this movie was going to do. For so for some reason, I thought this was going to be like an updated retelling of the origin of Mothra. Oh, okay. Mm. I don't know why. I mean, it, it made sense to me until I watched the movie.
1: Oh my goodness. Uh no that, that that's a fair assumption. Um and I feel like maybe it would have been more interesting if that's what it was. Um but I oh, Winnipeg. pig. Hmm. Um What? Oh, it said on the computer screen there. I don't know if you could see that.
0: <laughs> uh no, I I didn't.
1: I will say
2: though like like some of these opening scenes, especially this, um in this control room or whatever this is, and seeing like the 90s technology it really takes me back to that time period and like wow i just really remember when all the tech looked just like that
1: you know see i actually quite like this opening um, of course they get right to the the theme right at the front oh look at all these these poor animals oh no look at that nest on the ground and here's this big uh tractor rolling right over it so they're they're not leaving room for subtlety here this group is i mean
2: that's fine that's a good thing.
1: Yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind. <laughs> and I think it all, all was shot quite nice. Um, I don't know if it's just because I've seen mostly DVDs for the Heisei stuff. But th- this this opening here looks a lot better than most of the Godzilla Heisei films.
2: Yes. No, I, I agree, actually. This, just from a production point of view and and just, yeah, like production values and everything cinematography all that visually this is like the epitome or the best that the like that the heisei ever could have looked yeah it actually looks better than some of the the movies that came out in the millennium era as well
1: no you're not wrong (laughs) you're not wrong and i would have figured that this would have been would have been lower budget but yeah i don't know Hmm.
2: also production wise it feels the most Western influenced of Western movies of this same time period.
1: Interesting. You mean like thinking like the disaster movies of the late nineties, like volcano or something like that, or no,
2: not necessarily. I mean, not necessarily those I'm thinking um, of just like big um, family movies of, of the nineties for Western audiences.
1: Harry and the Hendersons.
2: That's from the eighties. <laughs> I don't know why I brought that up. <laughs> no, this reminds me of actually,
1: a Isn't lot of oh my goodness
2: yes this reminds me of like the theatrical Mighty Morphin Power Ranger movies um, oh yes it reminds me of just reminds me of something like um, um, Jumanji mm. um, yeah Hocus Pocus which I don't really like um, hot take
1: I was even gonna say when he was pulling off that little piece of the, uh, the little amulet bit. I was—I immediately wrote my notes. Oh, look! It's Day of the Dumpster, the the first episode of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers.
2: Oh yeah! Oh yeah!
1: Very similar. <laughs> no,
2: but it just—it really feels like a '90s family movie in general. Even like the music is very reminiscent of that time.
1: Yeah, I actually quite like the score for this. It—it it feels like it's maybe like a, a lightweight Joe Hayashi score. The Guy usually does the Miyazaki th- movies.
2: Yes. Yes. Everyone knows who he is, the legend.
1: Well, just, you know, for the audience in case they don't know. Oh,
2: well, audience, you should know too.
1: Yeah. So it feels like I could feel some of the, yeah, the, the tendrils from that, from from some of the more family oriented ones, My Neighbor Totoro, etc. Tendrils.
2: That's an interesting description because it has a Miyazaki image to it in, in <laughs> the brain to say tendrils
1: but Isaac I'm curious for you coming into this not having seen the original Mothra maybe not much Mothra in general oh by the way I love the I love whatever this little location is I think it looks very pretty Uh, but what were your expectations coming into this one if you had any (laughs)
0: Yeah, I didn't really have anything. I didn't want to like. I don't want to say that you know, all this stuff is just like a checkbox to get to the next one. I, I don't want to like treat these as like disposable or anything like that. <laughs> uh, they have a purpose. They have a meaning to them. They were made for a uh, reason, wow. of course. Wow. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were commenting on something. I guess it was what I said.
2: Um, no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm commenting on what you're saying. Oh, uh, that's a hell of a
0: disclaimer. Okay, up front.
1: <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> It does sound like you're giving away your uh, your thoughts on this one but but keep going. I
0: <laughs> uh, whoops. Okay, I guess I'm that open book then. Um but no, I didn't. I, I I usually like to go into these unprepared. Okay, now obviously having I did watch this film beforehand. <laughs> hey, anyway. hey, okay, I just mean go. like there without researching like what Eric does because he wants to know everything about So You Saw the Original Mothra. I want to wait till we you know that comes up on the randomizer. So that's 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 I'm just like oh let's go. Uh, hmm. you know, treat each movie you know like a, like it is as a movie. Well, to be to be fair to me, I don't do the
2: hardcore research till after I watch the film. That's fair. It, it only made logical sense to me, though, just
0: to have a base of knowledge of what came out chronologically before it. No, that's yeah, that definitely makes sense. You're, you're right there. Uh, but I guess I will ask this kid. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know anything. But who's who is the uh, idea? Who's the idea person uh, that came up with the the, the intent to uh, bring back Mothra after? so many years where she didn't have her own film. Um, who, what was it? Because she was in one of the previous films. Uh, that, oh yeah. Uh, they did numbers. They did great numbers. Like, Oh, let's do a Mothra film. Like, why not?
1: Yeah. No, Mothra played a, a big role in throughout the Heisei era. And once they realized that they wanted to shut it down again for a while, um, this came from an original story idea from the producer who'd been working on Godzilla ever since 54, uh, Tamayuki Tanaka. And that was kind of his last contribution. He'd been making them ever since the, yeah, 54. And he put out the story idea for this one and then was like, okay, I'm taking my hands off. I'm not producing anymore. I'm 85 years old. I'm done. And then he died shortly after this came out. Oh, man. A couple months after. Rest in (laughs) peace, brother. Man. Yeah, he was making these Making these movies for, like, 57, 56 years. That's crazy.
0: Sheesh. No, that's a veteran right there. Holy smokes. You, con- you yeah. contributed a lot, man. The good and the bad, probably.
1: Yeah, and he, he also produced uh, at least one Akira Kurosawa film. So, yeah, he's, he's you know, a legendary producer in his way for Toho.
0: But uh, as for your question, though, I didn't really... I don't know if this is true or not. Maybe I'm just, like was it, copying or echoing somebody else's thoughts on the, on not the film, but on, on Mothra herself being, you know, she may be considered like the queen of the monsters. Uh, if you know, King G is the, the king, uh, then she's like the queen. Uh, and she does, a, she has a different role than guys. I remember I asked you this in one of ours where it's just like, oh yeah, yeah. These two have like a very uh, symbiotic relationship and you're like, not really. They have a, uh, a loose relationship when it comes to that more like acquaintances, like when the when, when the when the when events like work in their favor.
2: Well if Gaia is like a thing, um then I guess Godzilla would be more of like the sword and Mothra would be more like the shield. The pen.
1: <laughs> well yeah it it depends on it. Most most versions of the two they're enemies. It's only you know, a couple times when they pair up, and those those couple times are really iconic for folks. And every now and again, well,
2: sure, I mean,
1: every now and again they have to become like allies of convenience, even though they don't like each other.
2: Right. I mean, yeah, but I'm not necessarily talking about the relationship of them to each other, but just as being devices for Gaia or the Earth or whatever.
0: Mm. As you're saying there, Eric. where yeah, Godzilla is a is the wrath he's nature's yes. wrath uh yes. whereas uh so he's he's evil well i get yeah he's evil whereas mothra she's the benevolent there there's hope she she brings uh the not no not no but she definitely brings in um a lot of uh optimism yeah whereas, she's more about healing yeah Except for in this film, that's not that's not true. She well, she, yeah, yeah.
2: I understand. She still has offensive capabilities, but her spirit is still like more for healing, whereas Godzilla is more for like vengeance and and how you put it. I can't remember how you just said it. Nature's wrath, rage. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly.
0: If uh, if Gaia is or Gaia, sorry. If Mothra is the Nightwalker from uh from Princess Mononoke next year, uh, then. Uh, the Godzilla is the
1: Nightwalker without its head. Oh, okay. Okay. I can see that. <laughs> oh, by the way, that picture right there was a Shiro Honda. I assumed it was. I, I thought so. I was like, I think I know who that is. And b-
2: by the way, these remind me of something else. I, I, I saw some random things on my Facebook feed uh, a week or two ago, and it was like, oh, these are all these famous um, Japanese brands, and here's a picture of like, their founder or creator like it had um like honda and nissan mitsubishi yamaha you know whatever and it showed like a a, a portrait of whoever the founder creator was
0: mm-hmm.
2: and i almost think that the image they had for honda motor corporation was honda the director i'm <laughs> almost positive that's what image they uh,
1: used It would have been funny that uh, would have been funny by the way th- this is kind of a random note but during that scene when the sister was just beating up her brother. I guess it wasn't really her, but that, that whole sequence I just kept getting a flashback to that classic Twilight Zone episode. Um I, I forget what it was called. I something good. Maybe a good life or something like that. And it was about that 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 kid who just had that psychic ability and Everyone in the house was under his control. Oh, that one. Oh, yes. Yeah. I know that one. Yeah.
2: yeah. About the cornfield. And they remade it in the movie. Oh, yeah. I heard about the movie. Yeah.
0: Was that Ron Howard? Or am I wrong on that? I don't, th- I don't
2: think it was Ron Howard. Okay. But, no, that's a classic one for sure. By the way, I do liked all these sequences. Like the ones we just had outside the school. Yeah. Um, And it's weird because unfortunately, in my mind, I compare this movie a lot to All Monsters Attack, which is very unfortunate. <laughs> oh, but this is actually an element I like in this movie and in that movie, that other movie I don't like. Um, All monsters. I like just seeing contemporary Japan of the time in mm. in both this and All Monsters Attack, and I just love seeing like this '90s version. Um, and yeah, and it's remarkable to me how much it, it looks similar. So at least the way things looked here in the West or in the U S in the same time period.
0: It's a time, it's a time capsule. That's the nice thing about it yeah. is that you can go back to this and be like, Oh, this
1: is what Japan looked like, you know, in, in 96 or 95. When they filmed this? Yeah, no, that, that, that's definitely a fun aspect and it's nice having a more, yeah, kind of family oriented lower ground. Cause usually with the, the Godzilla stuff, it's a little bit more high level. The people that were following, like reporters or people who wind up working with the military directly in the government, this is just a, you know, like a nuclear family. Well maybe I shouldn't say that. Uh, just a, just a regular family. <laughs> just kind of doing their. Oops.
2: It's okay. It's okay. I I understand your hesitance.
1: By the way, I love the fairy moth or little guy here at the pink on the wings. I think that's pretty cute. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's good.
1: And just sorry. recently, maybe about two weeks ago, I bought this little squish melon or squish mellow, I think they call them of Mothra from uh, our Toys R Us. And, and that little thing is so cute. I love looking at that little Mothra oh. guy. No, wait. The... Oh, oh. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead, Eric. My, my apologies.
2: No, these are the good parts of the movie. If anyone yeah. who knows me through podcasting, et cetera, I love miniaturization. I love like characters or things being a different scale um i do they show that little birdhouse up there i almost wish one of these i don't know how you pronounce elias elias i almost wish elias some of them went just went inside the birdhouse i just (laughs) i just like stuff like that i just like to see stuff like that realized in live action
1: by the way the mom the mom tied up cowering in the corner i was like oh that's more of a disturbing image than uh yeah some of this that feels like some home invasion stuff there oh certainly oh definitely and I like this weird little dragon guy. That's all right.
2: Yeah, no, I, I'm surprisingly okay
1: with a lot of this right now.
0: I I wonder, Caleb, if uh, the Godzilla version of those
1: squish Moles, or whatever they're called. Uh, I w- I wonder if it's Manila. No, no, it's they were all there. They also had uh, King King or who they have. They had. Mechagodzilla and I think they had King Ghidorah I think but but either way they they were cute but not as cute as the Mothra ones so I just got that one I wish they
0: had a Jet Jaguar or Angorus. that would have been hilarious
1: but when I was a kid I I loved this whole opening and this is the stuff that I would pay attention to and then once we got to like the middle of the movie that's gonna be like okay what else is on let me switch the channels around and I'll come back once the monsters start fighting
2: Um, no this is all good I just don't think it goes it, it extends to the middle of the movie yeah um, it's just like the first quarter
0: or eighth you know i almost found this sequence uh of them battling inside this you know house this living room like you said this uh contemporary fan or not contemporary but this like you know family uh of four, the you know, traditional american values idea i kind of found it almost like is this supposed to be a no not parody excuse me but is it supposed to be like a play on the fact that you know, we see all this like destruction of of cities on a catastrophic catastrophic oh. level. Excuse me. And then, like now, we're gonna like still do creature effects, but we're gonna do miniatures instead. We're gonna have like this whole thing be this whole, like disaster scene be set inside a
1: living room. I didn't think about that. Yeah, this it since they're so small, this is their city scale. Yeah. No, no that's, absolutely. That's a good idea. That's exactly
2: how I thought of it. Like Ant Man, um, because I was. Oops, like Ant Man, but I was thinking like, yeah, in this situation. Because by the way, this is the best scene in the whole movie. Spoiler: This is hmm. the best scene in the whole movie.
0: I think there's some creature effects that work personally in later on, but that's just yeah. Crazy.
2: But I'm not talking about just critiquing the yeah, creature you're... effects. I'm critiquing okay. the whole
0: scene. Okay, yeah. creativity and fun. This is the best scene in
2: the whole movie. And and yes, as I was watching this, I was like, yeah, because I like it. Is exactly what you said. It's a play on to these creatures and the alias the humans are the kaiju and which is why i'm not sure why the humans are so on the defensive um yeah. because they should be able to have more impact on the situation but i understand they're kind of freaked out and everything but um no i love it it's just like in gulliver's travels when you go from the Lilliputians to the <laughs> i can't remember what the biggins are called
1: no that's fun no
2: it's, it's perfect it's exactly that and they should have double down on more of this throughout the movie, to be honest.
1: Yeah. They definitely could have done, done more with it. And I, I think they do more in the sequels if I remember correctly. Um, but I was thinking of definitely some, uh, honey, I shrunk the kids stuff or some, Oh yeah. Some toy soldiers. I I always enjoy that stuff. Seeing the, the mundane just on such a bigger scale. Since it's such small folks.
2: Yeah. 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 I thought of those things that you mentioned. and I thought of toy story. Um,
1: and, of course, I was singing to Doctor Who with uh, Planet of the Giants.
2: Yeah, and, and one of these days, we're going to watch this great episode of Transformers G1 where they use the same concept.
1: Oh, I'd love to watch that, sure.
2: that's a re- Well, at least in my memories, it was <laughs> really good. I Who knows my Hidden Fortress memories. It could be all turned upside down. <laughs> but in my memories, that was one of my very favorite of the G1 Transformers.
1: But, by the way, I was thinking a lot of of power rangers stuff with this villain
2: mm-hmm. Belvera.
1: she i agree yeah definitely some rita stuff um and i was thinking a little bit of um i don't know some maybe sailor moon to some degree with the outfit of one of these uh
2: yes i noticed that during this commentary
1: yeah it's like oh that i, I kind of appreciate the upgraded fairy costumes or Elias costumes whatever they're called in this one that's kind of fun
2: yeah it's It's really strange to me that of all the nineties Godzilla stuff I've seen that this may have the best production values.
1: (laughs) I definitely think so. Yeah. Overall weird, this one of all of them. Yeah, (laughs) it is weird. Oh, and I was also thinking it's a different play
2: uh, as far as the scale. It's a different play, like on what they did in um, Godzilla 84 return of Godzilla. You remember how in the opening it was like those microbes were
1: humongous. Oh no, I don't. I don't remember that. It's been a while.
2: Um, in the beginning of the movie, um, we're on the ship. There's oh, these mm-hmm. creatures, yeah. but they're microbes that have grown to like you know enormous proportions,
0: like sea louse or
1: slugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is
2: like a different play on that. Because again, these are like mini kaiju. Like how cool is that?
1: Yeah. No, that's fun. Now they go a little too long and a little too ambitious with some of the CGI stuff. I don't think it. I think if it was maybe like. Three or four minutes shorter it would have been a better scene but but i definitely do think it's one of the highlights of the movie and
2: oh i I think they're still doing good there's gonna be some questionable cgi shots later in the movie but yeah like there's a hint of some of those questionable ones that just happened on screen but um but no this is good this is good and surprisingly surprisingly well done
1: yeah and just on the the length in general pretty much all the heisei movies I don't know why they did this, but they all have to be over 100 minutes. I think Godzilla is at its best when it's around the 90 minute mark. And this one follows suit the same. It's a, it's an hour and 45 minutes. I definitely did not need to be that long. If I, I don't know why they did that during that era. And they kind of extended to the millennium era, too. I I don't know why they did that.
2: Yeah, I don't know why they do it for the era, but it's particularly weird in this movie. Um, yeah, but I don't I don't want to speak too. Too far ahead in the commentary just yet. Sure. As to <laughs> what else I think about that,
0: I like the wire work, uh, especially when they're when they're they are when they are he has got the the, the 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 whatever her name is the sister in the um in the butterfly net there and like they're, the, they're moving around they they're catching them and <laughs> they're like just going everywhere the, the the little like you know mini kaiju is, is flying I like that I that was that's pretty funny or this is pretty funny excuse me. Yeah, and and with the twins, uh, I I like you. I really love the design. I, I I don't know what it is about their their costumes, but they're very beautiful to look at. They're very like well designed. So yeah, that's a that's a plus for me. Yeah. I wonder if they are twins in this movie. Well, it's funny because it's not the same like actor playing. It's two separate ca- uh,
1: actors playing as like the twins. Or,
2: right, right, right.
1: Yeah, I don't think they're supposed to be, because uh, they have the three sisters spoilers, I guess. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't think they're meant to be quite twins in this one.
2: Right, yeah, I don't think they were going for that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's also interesting that they chose to just kind of rewrite the Mothra uh, lore in general. Like, it's very much its own thing. This, this is not tied to the Heisei era, even though it's in the same kind of production block in a way.
2: Yeah, I was wondering if we were going to see the um, the problematic natives at some point.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah,
2: because that's definitely one of the things that stuck out to me the most in in the classic appearances of Mothra.
1: Yeah, wisely avoided that, and that that did make me wonder because I know that the Moth- Mothra theme song that they sing in this, I think it was a me- melee or I can't remember what the language was, but it wasn't Japanese. Right, and so I was wondering if the original Mothra song for this one, if that was in Japanese, or if they went back to.
2: I think it's like it's almost spot on, like remake of this of the original song. It's
1: well, yeah, they have that one, but then later on for Mothra Leo, he has his own song that they they sing briefly. Oh, I don't know, what that... that's more what I was wondering.
2: What's Mothra Leo?
1: Oh, that's what they call this new Mothra, the the one that we see later in the film, that the hero of the rebirth of Mothra. That's Mothra Leo.
2: Oh, okay, okay, but but they still do the original song. But you're saying they have the second song as well.
1: Yes, that, that's what I was wondering if yeah, if okay. they continued with it being whatever that other language was.
2: I have to go listen to it again because I didn't even think about that.
1: Yeah, when I first watched um, the, I don't know if it... maybe it was Godzilla versus Mothra or Mothra versus Godzilla. I think it is. Yeah, I became obsessed with that song and. Yeah, I, I knew I could sing it all the lyrics. I, I knew that song very well. And yeah, so I, I was I was happy when I came back to this a few years ago to see this more updated version. I think that's kind of fun. And with such a big sequence like that, too, it's like, oh, that that's that's interesting. I remember
2: before I ever started my Godzilla quest and I hadn't seen any of these movies at all. Um, Some years ago, there was like a random movie clip that was like on Facebook or something. And it was a segment from one of, it might've been like the first Godzilla versus or with Mothra or whatever it was. But it was just a clip of that movie. And it didn't really show the kaiju in the clip. It just showed the humans and it showed the twins. And it was like an eight minute clip of the movie. And it had no context. I didn't know what movie it was coming from at the time. And I just thought it was one of the most bizarre clips of Japanese film I had ever seen. And I had no idea like what the movie could have possibly been or what it was about. So that was actually one of the first things I ever saw from the Toho Godzilla universe, but I didn't know it was.
1: <sighs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, I-, I could see that reaction. It 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 is weird. Yeah. And I, I just appreciate the strange creativity of it. Oh, we have this giant moth and we have these tiny little twin ladies who will sing, sing a little lullaby to her, to wake her up. I guess not a lullaby in that case. Yeah, it is odd.
2: Yeah. You know, this also reminds me of where I used to work approximately four or five years ago. Um, And giant moths were a fairly common occurrence at certain times of the year. Yeah. Oh and it was so funny to me cuz a lot of my coworkers had never seen large moths before i'm talking about the ones that have like the wingspan of like 3 to 9 inches like in real life and we used to see them at work and people used to freak out about them um and i even then i was always thinking of mothra every time every time <laughs> i saw one like it just makes sense like if you see those things in real life in real nature it just makes sense that you would adapt a creature like that for a kaiju universe.
1: Yeah, they're scary. They have those super muscular legs. They, they look like they if they flew into your face, they could... Uh... Oh, yes.
2: And I've seen it do it to co-workers. Yes.
1: Oh, it's, God. It's, it's, okay. it's, usually, it's I never found them
2: scary, though. I, I always thought that found them interesting and then hilarious when those situations would occur. And
1: by the way, when all this was exploding, the first thing I thought was, Ah, after 10,000 years, I'm free. Time to conquer Earth. I was again, I was just having flashbacks to uh Mighty Murf Morph in the first episode. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was just thinking of Star
2: Trek V The Final Frontier, but
1: okay. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for that that monster to pop out of there. Oh look at that dumbstruck face. I love that.
2: <laughs> wow. Okay. Did he know <laughs> camera was rolling? <laughs>
1: Oh, we get the plane shot here, too. Mm. Yeah, both times. Um, I... it's,
2: it's, is this real? I can't even tell if the exterior shot was real or not.
1: Yeah, I, I think it was CGI. I know when we see the plane later, it's CGI.
2: Wow, they put no smoking symbols on the little um, the mini butcher paper on the headrest.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel
2: like people of the Japanese culture would need reminders. Um, I feel like they're very obedient to to societal rules,
0: but uh, what if it's for the foreigners?
2: I thought of that, but it yeah, I guess it's for them. I did like this actually, me too, and I almost thought this was a famous Chinese actress from the same time period. Can't think of her name right now. maybe it's Yuki, I don't know, but um, she has a strong resemblance to a popular Chinese actress of the late nineties, early two thousands.
1: Yeah. With these little, the little doll versions of them in there, it was making me think of the master when he'd like miniaturize a person, like have it in a, uh, like a match, matchbox case. Yes.
2: Or I don't know if you guys have ever seen the incredible shrinking woman from the early eighties. No, that is one of the funnest movies when it comes to miniaturization. Might've been one of my first actually. Uh, of, of that genre. It's really good. It's on the Criterion Collection, I believe.
1: Yeah, and it's on my list for picks between me, you, and Sean, because he's mentioned it so many times. Ooh, nice. So I've been waiting for a chance to pull it out. Oh, I'm I'm ready for that.
2: But um I only wish though on the scene when they were in the little box, um unfortunately that was also blue screen or green screen, which yeah. they do incredibly well in this movie. I just wish they had physically made a box that they oh, were lying God. in. That would have been much cooler. Yeah, definitely. Hold on a second. So, was that supposed to be? I mean, that was obviously a miniature dump truck. Yeah. But if we pretend like that's the actual scale, that mountain is incredibly huge and yeah, and ominous. If 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 that scale is to be believed.
1: Yeah, I, I imagine it's the same. It's probably bigger than the Des Guitera, since it's already on kind of a mountain part. By
2: the way, those opening scenes, going back to like the opening of the movie, that kind of resembled like that foresty part of um, Hawaii. Well. was is that in Japan? Do you guys happen to know that jungly kind of looking landscape?
1: I, I thought it was, but yeah, I, I don't know. Could probably. I I don't really know because um, I didn't
2: r- realize that japan had that much of like a jungle um
0: by bi- biome biome yeah that's what i was looking for topography i mean like you, like you said before you you corrected me where i thought japan was a lot smaller than it really is no that's not right. bigger. but i was thinking about it, that too they, they probably have it some i mean it's it's positioned closer to the equator than we are
1: right now well definitely yeah <laughs> especially
0: where you are <laughs>
1: I feel like whenever I watch those like uh, Planet Earth shows, I feel like they go to yeah jungles in Japan or at least really hmm. foresty places with show their wildlife off.
2: Yeah, um, I wonder. I have to look it up later because for some reason I'm it feels more like um, like Vietnam or the Philippines to me, but I oh, don't know. Could be. Well, I don't know the Philippines has mountains like that either, but just the jungly. I've never seen that really that much in, in a Japanese production that takes place in Japan.
0: I'm I am i am a bit mixed on this one here, Caleb. I gotta can I can I confess to you? Mm, go ahead. Uh, maybe I'm just wrong on this. Maybe this was like, you know, in the in in an early draft or this is gonna be in the sequels or whatnot. But I was I was kinda like disappointed a bit. And not like in a negative <laughs> sense, but I was just a little bit like, oh, I thought it was they would have gone this way. They don't they don't have to appeal to me, thankfully. They don't, they don't have to be shows. <laughs> but uh I was I was wondering if the writing like with the that the dad, he was gonna intentionally you know, break through the uh, break, break, break Death Ghidorah's mountain. I thought it was going to be Should more. Yeah, they, they instead of being mind controlled by the sister, uh, because that would that would really, I think, send a message. Like, I think that would play on with the theme of what this, you know, this this Gaia uh, story is, and you know how like us humans are, you know, destroying our planet and our ecosystem. It's like, no, I, I really was hoping that we that it would be the dead and like he would have to be the one to kind of help save the day later on and make up for his mistakes to show that humanity has the capacity to uh, do this, this evil. And also this good.
1: Absolutely. I, I feel like most of the stuff with this, this sister yeah, is, is not really, it doesn't really serve the story aspect very well, they have some fun scenes, but yeah, her, her being there to muddy the waters, I don't feel like adds anything at all.
0: I sort of see why they did it though, because we needed like not oh uh, what, what, uh, what is it not a not a um, not a group choir, but we definitely needed somebody to explain from the other side what was going on. I mean, I guess the twins would have wow. su- like sufficed enough; they would have like said this is what would have happened. So you really didn't need that sister character. But at the same time, I could see like you know she's the one; she's kind of like um, Mephistopheles. That's not his name. Uh, from uh, yeah, Mephist. Yeah, Mephi, thank you. Uh, from the Planet Eater, her Godzilla and the Planet Eater, who was trying to summon uh, King Ghidorah in that <laughs> in that story. So it's like I assume she's very similar, has a similar role.
1: Yeah, and it, it was more they just wanted to expand out, like, okay, we're we're going to make a Mothra solo series. You know, these fairies that they're kind of an untapped but resource for for telling stories. So, fleshing out that part, giving them their own villain to fight it yeah, just just makes sense but I, I don't think it blends very well with the parent story all that well but the parent story to be fair is not very good in general so i mean it's it's okay enough but you know i don't feel like there's really much there
0: the yeah and if if the writing had focused more on the dad uh because he's you know part of this company that is you know deforesting a region you know for the sake of Paper yep. and you know resources um it really should have yeah I think it really should have played that like it's kind of obvious at this point or for for the story, but like that's the point like you you bring in that character to see the error of his ways of like, oh i can't do this' because look at the all like the because that's what death Godora is he's this like creature uh that kind of mirrors humanity uh in its not quest, but it's ignorance and destroying the environment
1: and how, you know, like green, all the green is gone basically. Yeah. Yeah. And I suppose it's nice to have some of that in there. And the dad does have his little, little turn in the end, but I feel like he should have been more of like a callous asshole up at the front. Ah, screw these protesters. Ah, the environment, the trees will regrow. Ah, I'm not worried about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and that, that works as well with the movie where, Uh, either the job or just his, his personality, uh, is, is ruining his family life. And with Mothra, she comes in here and, you know, it's almost like a battle of uh, mirrors where this time it's like, um, reflecting what the characters are feeling. So like, you know, like I said, um, death Ghidorah is, Uh, what the ugliness that humanity will do to its environment and mothra represents the the good the optimism that humanity could achieve uh with trying to harmonize but at least you know take care and be gardeners uh of nature
1: by the way i meant to look up why they call this one i don't know why they did that i don't know what it adds i guess it's some differential but I
0: guess so. Cause he doesn't look his normal inflatable balloon, uh, self. I know they were, <laughs> the scales are missing. Yes, exactly. Yeah. He's not really golden. This one, he's a lot more, de- again, I assume it's similar to like, you know, uh, cause we will, we'll have, obviously like you said, I didn't know there was like moth, like Mothra Leo. Uh, and I assume that's male, correct? Or is it still
1: female? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Only the second male Mothra, I believe in the whole franchise. Really? Okay.
0: Uh, is, has there been a male up to this point or was it always just a female?
1: Uh, we'd seen one male prior, but it was uh, it was in their larval form.
0: Okay, fair enough. Like we'll see Leo in in a bit, but yeah, I assume this is yeah. I, potentially this could be like another member of Ghidorah's species.
1: Yeah, I, well, again, since it's not really part of the mainline continuity, it's in its own its own continuity. I guess that's why they wanted to differential. But it's, he's still pl- playing the same role, basically, but just yeah, a different guy. And in this
0: case he does yeah, he doesn't have his uh he doesn't have his super gravity with him.
1: Yeah. And doesn't he not have wings for the first like half of this? I, I, maybe. Yeah, it's like
0: it's like what uh everybody was theorizing in Shin Godzilla in the movie of like, Oh, he could have wings. He could he if he kept evolving, he could spend wings. And this one we actually kind of oh. see that. Uh, where when he, ro- like as he, as he absorbs more of the forest energy, uh, it all of a sudden becomes like, he can, he can fly. Uh, also, he has two sets of legs. He's got like, you know, two in the front and then he has hind legs, which I believe Ghidorah usually has uh, only just uh, one set of legs. And mm-hmm. I don't really think he, got, I think he has only one tail on this. I didn't, I didn't really see uh, clearly or if he, if he did or not, because he usually he has two um so let's <laughs> all right so Caleb help me out here on this is is this just like a uh a gamma or a movie in disguise
1: yeah I've been holding off saying that that whole time I figured uh we've discussed some of the like the family stuff and kind of weak in this and you know it's just kind of there you know it's it's passable enough but it really doesn't do that great yeah if you want to see that this kind of story done in a way where it actually feels like, oh, this is a really good movie, genuinely. Check out Gamera the Brave. Gamera the Brave is... It's up there among my favorite kaiju movies in general. I think that thing is just great. Uh, but even the Heisei Gamera films are considerably better than this. But they feel more high-level, kind of like the the Heisei uh, Godzilla stuff, although much much better for the most part. Yeah, I've not
0: delved into any Gamera just yet because maybe we'll do that one day. I, I, I don't oh, know, perhaps. Uh, yeah, 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 maybe. Um, but like you know, what I watched when they did death battles, uh, Godzilla versus Gamera, Uh, so that's that's all the information I basically got out of that. Uh, is that <laughs> Ga- um, Gamera, um, Gamora, he's he's more of there's a lot more mysticism in in his property or in his series. Uh, but he's basically like you know yep. he's he's bene he's benevolent. Unless, you know, you, you attack him. Uh, but, but even still, he's, he's supposed to be, like, all good or at least he's supposed to be uh, the heart of the Earth or, or whatever it is. Sorry if I'm, you know, uh, not, not spitting out the, like, the, the correct terms or not. But but he's basically there to um, be the protector of Earth and very similar. I wonder if they went in that direction. They copied some of Gamera and, you know, kind of transplanted that onto Mothra here.
1: Yeah, even more so than just the protector of Earth, in particular, he's the protector of children.
0: That's what it was. Thank you.
1: Yeah, all the Gamora movies are centered around kids. I, I think actually maybe the second one isn't uh, overall. And that's one that feels less, I like guess, for kids. But all the other ones are yeah, very much in this vein. Like like they're very clearly kids films. They were still trying. I'm curious about
2: I'm curious about Gamora since the um, the Netflix uh, animated series just dropped a few days ago.
1: Yeah, oh, I forgot about that. Oh boy,
2: yeah. It it looks. Like more adult or mature themed, I mean, than what the films are, at least the ones I've seen. But um, yeah, I definitely need to get on that. I'm just be occupied by that other show at the moment. By the way, I just looked up like translation, translation or definition of like the prefix des. Mm. Um, Thank you. Like in Japanese, um, and it's I guess close to desu. Um, and as far as I can tell, the way it's used in Japanese language. Um, because you can attach it to almost any word you want to. Um, But when you use it, it's just a way of emphasizing something. Like in English, it would translate to like to be or this is, and then whatever follows. Um, And so I I think it's analogous to like in English where you would say, like in Doctor Who, what you would say, the Doctor I think it's like adding that "the" at the at the beginning of something, um, like it is, or you know what I'm saying.
1: That's interesting. Mm. So
2: it'd be like it'd be like this, like the Ghidorah, or to be Ghidorah. It's like it's it's just emphasizing Ghidorah.
1: Okay. Mm. Well, he's not the Ghidorah in my mind. I, I I think the design's okay, but.
2: Well, it could also be interpreted like to be gudora
1: oh like like in a work in progress like maybe one day he'll be the king Giodora kind of thing
2: or I, the way I was thinking of it in my brain is like to to like possess aspects of
1: by the way i even though this looks as corny as it does I don't know if it's nostalgia but i I just love this image and I love their version of this song here I, I
0: like it too don't worry i'm, I'm with i get
1: very emotionally moved by it <laughs>
2: The imagery is weird but because it, it looks like something <laughs> that should have been in a in an anime
1: yeah it just knows to
2: have real people in it for some reason
1: 100 it does yeah
2: and also it's reminding me of that i would call a, a bad time or bad experiment in in anime in the late '90s, early 2000s, where they started including like questionable CG um, yeah. that would okay. like muck a lot of things up. It's
1: called testing the waters for a
0: reason. Yeah. So
2: yeah, that, that was that was a questionable time.
1: By the way, just with the song and then seeing Mothra there at the egg in that quite pretty little chamber. Yeah. Now this stuff also just stands out a lot in my mind and feels iconic for this this minor franchise, Rebirth of Mothra, which I feel like a lot of it isn't isn't iconic in any way.
2: So yeah. something that stood out to me about this visual, like the one right here, like seeing the mm. the big chamber or what, you know, it's a miniature, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, the, the big Mothra taking flight and everything. It's a good fact, good effect, all things considered. And I like how it, it does kind of look like how Mothra looked in the first Godzilla Mothra um, movie, because it's been a long time since I've seen that. But I remember that that Godzilla movie in particular had um, better effects than, than than we were prone to getting in that era. Yeah. Um, if you remember, like they had really good matte paintings and it was like really, really ambitious looking and it looked pretty legit for a blockbuster of that time period.
1: Oh, yeah. it's It's one of the great Godzilla movies. Yeah, I can't wait till we get to that one. That one for a long time. Before the uh, the reboot of the whole franchise, that was always my favorite. Mothra versus Godzilla. Now it's hard to say, having revisited so many of them and then getting something like Shin Godzilla, it's hard to factor in what could be a favorite in that kind of environment. And, of course, the Godzilla anime that me and Isaac love. And Eric likes less.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true, I guess. Yeah, I was surprised how much you guys were talking about it earlier. I was like, how do you guys even remember all that stuff?
1: Uh, yeah, I've I've even seen it since we've discussed it. I I go back to that often. Rock on, bud. Let's go. It's one of my favorite Godzilla things. It
2: is. <laughs> Maybe you guys have like things to assist, like your mental state when you go, when you revisit it. Because if I had assistance, like chemical assistance, I could find that and many other things a lot more interesting. And, and intriguing and engaging. I
0: don't care how drugged up you're going to make me. I I think even drugged up, I'm still not going to enjoy the Clone Wars. <laughs> All right,
1: let's okay. not go there. I don't, I don't know there. where that came from. Like, I don't. Yeah, know. Hey, that was an hour and a half ago that we were talking I, about. I
2: feel like somebody was paying you to say that. In <laughs> on this play, you
0: you could like inject me with as much heroin before <laughs> Kurt Cobain did the thing he did, and I still wouldn't like the Clone Wars. Okay,
2: because you brought it up for a second. Uh, I, I i mean you're probably talking about clone wars overall but visually though um it is night and day to compare like the first three years of animation of cgi clone wars and if you see the stuff that's been produced
1: looks a hell of a lot better in the
2: late in the in the later or the last season of clone wars and then extend it into bad batch which is essentially a continuation especially artistically um Bad Batch is taking that crude animation style, and it is incredible looking for CGI. Some of the best stuff I've seen outside of like Pixar.
1: Oh wow! So back to the, the cinematography
2: I- is really, really stellar in Bad Batch.
1: But by the way, I, I always liked this kind of powder effect, and I think this is a really good example of it. I think the way it falls off the uh, the wings looks quite cool.
2: Oh. You know, I saw another movie recently, and I was wondering if it made it onto your list, or can make it onto your list? Because um, I-, I watched um, Pee Wee's Big Adventure a few weeks ago after the passing of Paul Rubens, and I completely forgot that we got Godzilla, and um, <laughs> and what's his nose uh, in that movie? Is that canon? I don't know.
0: Did we talk about that? Caleb, I feel like we discussed that of whether we're going to do that one. I or not. think we did, and
1: I i think I decided not to count it because of, like, runtime reasons or something because it's so brief. But it's been a long time. I've never actually seen that movie all the way through. Oh! So. <gasps> yeah, that's another one I it's, used to catch on TV. It, and...
2: It's so good, and it's probably in my top three. Um, um, What's his name? Yeah, Tim Burton. Tim Burton films of all time.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, not a hard... Uh, well, that's mean. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I like most of his movies. Oh, I turned on him many years ago. I used to like most of his movies, and then...
2: Yeah, some of the newer stuff
1: is questionable, but... You took an error to the knee. Even the older stuff, I feel like, does not oh, necessarily hold up. How dare you? This I used is... to love Mars Attacks. Not anymore. Planet of the Apes. Oh, boy. Uh, well, yeah, you're picking out... Big Fish. Oh, man. What?
2: Yeah. I don't know, I just to watch Big Fish again, but oh god, this is a different conversation for another day.
1: Yes. Yes. Trying the Chocolate Factory. Oh man. That was that was actually the turn. It was Trying the Chocolate Factory it followed not, uh, following Planet of the Apes when it was like okay, maybe the creative spirit's dying in Tim Burton. But anyway, sorry. He just should have stuck to more practical effects in general. I think that would have made a lot of his newer stuff better.
0: I mean, did you like Wednesday? Yeah, uh, he only directed it, so it's like. Well, I was asking Caleb.
1: Yeah, uh, it was okay. It was okay for a first season. It was yeah a, a solid enough introduction. Six out of ten. And
0: to be fair, <laughs> that wasn't him. That was the Smallville guys. So I'm not gonna immediately yes, like yes. all the credit to him. Don't blame do it like, all for that. But
1: he yeah. he did like direct
0: it, so it's like that kind of has anyway uh so 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 thing i was i was noticing now just in real time about looking at death Ghidorah. Mm. uh i i I was like you know something like yeah so usually uh king Ghidorah, he's always he's gold right he's he's golden uh looks like you know a a magnificent being like you know you got to worship this guy yeah and this one looks a lot more uh like like brown earthly colors almost kind of rock looking and then i started looking at him and that's that's it right there. That's it right there. I was like, wait a minute, are they intentionally kind of modeling him after Godzilla? Like they're they're giving him like the Godzilla look instead and he's breathing fire instead. So it's like almost an analogy, and or like a stand-in for Godzilla, but it's King Ghidorah instead, or sorry, Death Ghidorah instead.
1: Oh, that that's it. That's interesting. I didn't think about that, but okay. Although he's still an alien, I think they make clear. He's still an alien, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, he's still an alien. I'm just
0: saying, like, wouldn't it be... I w- I, but I wonder if they kind of took some of Godzilla's visual uh, characteristics and attributes and then put it on King... Do- like, they, 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 like, you know, fusion dance together, and here's what we got. Uh, save for... yes, yeah, so that's why there's two hind legs, because Godzilla <laughs> fused with him. Albeit there's no atomic breath. So, I can't remember when the switch happened in the
2: movie, but for let's see how far are we into it in the runtime? um we're about 50 minutes somewhere around the 40 minute mark so from the beginning of the movie to around the four, 40 minute mark it was more or less a traditional kaiju movie i mean structure wise story wise you know there was something to follow with these human characters yeah and situations etc but then approximately 10 minutes ago in the movie and i think it goes from that point till the end I feel like the movie just completely abandons structured plot and humans, et cetera. Yeah. And it, and it just becomes like a, a visual tale of just encapsulating the whole concept of Mothra in general. And it's, it just becomes like a visual play at that point. There's no particular real plot to follow. It just follows the broad strokes of how these types of stories are supposed to go
1: yeah and we even reach a point not too long from now like maybe five minutes when basically the problem's solved for a while and it's like okay well Mothra's is going to go off and basically you know you put an intermission here and then come back oh now the story is going to maybe start again like it it becomes almost episodic in a strange way
2: Well, funny enough, that almost happens like in the original Mothra story. I don't want to give it credit for that, but that's kind of what happens broadly in the original Mothra. Like there's the initial problem and then it kind of seems like, oh, we're good until the final act.
1: I guess I could see some comparisons there. Yeah,
2: I don't want to, but
1: yeah. (laughs) Uh yeah, move out of the way. I was enjoying the, dis- the destruction there, Belvira. You know that Desgador is actually really done really well. Yeah, it looks cool. It definitely oh, looks cool. Yeah.
2: Cause like I can't, I can't even. T- is there a person in there? Cause it almost seems like the whole entire thing is puppetry or whatever you want to call it.
1: Yeah, it, yeah. I guess it could be just standing there stagnant, and yeah, they're just moving the heads. It's hard Cause, to tell.
2: Because typically in Godzilla movies, obviously you can tell. Yeah, there's a man somewhere in there. Um, but it doesn't look obvious in this.
1: Yeah, and usually the heads are just flying all over the place. Yes, like they're crazy. Yes, yeah, this one looks more menacing.
2: And they did like I'm assuming like high speed photography and whatever they they did it masterfully to create the illusion of just making it look a little bit more realistic.
1: Yeah, in terms of the yeah, just the overall look. I even liked earlier when we had that little push and pull shot. When the dog was running at him, we had like the like the jaws shot. I was like, "Oh, I usually don't see them playing around with that kind of stuff in these Godzilla movies, so they're whoever' behind the camera, I feel like is having having fun and, and doing a good job in that regard. It's just yeah the the story around this part in the movie just starts to not serve it in it
2: yes, also, did I miss something earlier? Is there a reason why the girl has like the soot spots like on both sides of her upper cheeks? Like I don't know, was there like lightning coming out of her head at some point that I don't remember? It just seems weird to me that it's so symmetric.
1: Well, yeah, probably just a makeup thing, but they were trying to escape all that lava everywhere, and
2: it just yeah. seems weird the placement of it just being. That's fair. <laughs> Same on both sides of her face. That I don't know. It's distracting me for some reason.
0: I don't know. I just assumed she went through like a area with a lot of ash in it and got it on her the other side of her face oh
2: i'm all well it changed now the way it looks in this in this particular shot but it just seemed odd like like the boys make sense the girls was just it was more symmetrical previously not not the way it looks right now
1: by the way now i'm having flashbacks looking at her little her little things on her for her ponytails the little uh little hair ties with all the little stuff on it that's making me think of my preschool years all little girls always had all that stuff. Who is their hair ties would just be covered in plastic crap. Oh yeah, that was all little bretts.
2: <laughs> that was a very big thing in my day as well, in my <laughs> elementary
1: days. Yeah, I feel like you don't really see that as much anymore. Maybe it, oh no, no, you know, no, no, what a style. It's kind of cute though. Looking back, it's like oh,
2: no, it's fine. The girl a little bit. I don't know how I'm familiar you guys are with Karate Kid Part Two, but she reminds me a little bit of the girl who's stuck on like the bell tower during the
1: typhoon. oh yeah that's a that's a great part of that movie yeah
2: i spoiler for those who haven't seen cobra kai i love how they bring the actress back
1: even though i i do feel like that least one of the things with the least dramatic weight in that movie when suddenly yeah big baddie has his turn All oh.
2: hey as flawed as that movie is on paper <laughs> it is iconic and at times, I enjoy it more than the original, which is fundamentally a better movie.
1: Yes, by far. But, but for nostalgia purposes, Karate Kid Two hits me harder. And as a kid, I thought it was the better movie. Definitely, I just like I thought uh, Back to the Future Two was the better movie as a kid. Coming back to both of them, I was like, "Oh no!" Oh, I, I thought oh, that no. too
2: as a kid <laughs> as well, but for different reasons. For Karate Kid, it was because for for part two, it's because it's it's not a it's not a game, it's not a match anymore. Yeah. Now the stakes are real. That's what made it so good.
1: And I love that villain's voice. As a kid, I just I could listen to that guy forever yelling at Miyagi.
2: I've said a thousand times, I always assumed he was the voice actor for Samurai Jack um, for the baddie. I just assumed it was the same actor doing voice acting.
1: By the way, when I was watching this earlier today, my partner was in the room and I had my little Mothra squish guy. I was holding on to him and she loves that little Mothra that I got. And when this guy was rolling around, she's like, oh, who's that ugly thing there? Like, what is that? I was like, oh, that's Mothra in his larva form. She's like, Oh, that's that's just hideous. I was like, "Oh, come on.
0: <laughs> it's not that bad. Caterpillars, I guess, well, silkworms. I've
1: said this before on
2: podcasts, but anytime I hear a story like that, like you're watching something like cult or genre or whatever, and then your partner walks in, because uh, I can't remember who brought this up first, if it was Sean. I think it was Sean. Years ago, and I reacted to it. Yeah, I always have to say this because I always think of the scene in Pulp Fiction where Tarantino's character is talking about when his wife comes home and they show them like, like moving the body and pretend like as if his wife walks in and they're like, <gasps> but I think of that. And I think of, like, if you were watching, we used to always talk about this with classic Doctor Who. Yeah. Like, would you rather be watching cl- some janky classic Doctor Who and a family member or partner walks in? Would you prefer that? Or would it be preferable for you just to be sitting watching hardcore porn and have your significant other walk in? Like, what is worse? And sometimes it seems like you'd rather be caught watching porn than to be caught watching some weird, sketchy Doctor Who.
1: Yeah, that's what Sean would always say. What's more embarrassing? What what would you have to explain more? <laughs> <laughs> especially when you've you know you're a doctor who podcast you profess to love it and they walk in right when the what's it the uh what's the one from warriors of the deep macra oh no, my not god murka the uh, murka
2: oh man the murka i'm thinking of uh it's
1: flopping around on screen
2: the curse of peladon <laughs> the creature from the pit oh my god there's there's a oh
1: little... peladin with the skunk heads with their out with their little oh how's
2: above uh, alpha centauri for some reason oh,
1: yeah the giant penis with the eye <laughs> yeah with or... the very feminine voice
2: <laughs> oh my god but the the monster from the pit or whatever that episode's story is called how does it not look like a massive phallus coming at you down a cavern
1: that's fair oh no <laughs> Uh, I'd still rather the doctor. I'd be like, "Hey, yeah, come, it's, on, it's, come on,
2: It's it's very much borderline on like
0: tentacle born um the creature from the pit. Yeah. Now, I I know maybe this is like a, a sob story or or whatnot for what Ghidorah or Death no. Ghidorah, excuse me, is doing to Leo right now. But at the same time, I'm like, but he, this is terrible for me to say, but he kind of like came in attacking it
1: yeah 100%. what did you expect
0: it to do bend over as soon as you fired a lot le- electro silk at it which is a cool attack by the way but even yeah. so it's like i i know like i should be weeping for this guy but he didn't come into the fight like this it's like i don't i don't not feel as sorry and oh my god when i when i saw this earlier today
2: all of a sudden i was like this is a kids movie it does feel a little much. what
0: is happening right now like he's gushing a lot of blood. <laughs> oh yeah, no, he's like he's like a fruit gusher right now, um, and the, par- <laughs> the parents Ugh. and the children have basically become a Greek choir. Love that Zoom, by the way. Sorry, oh, yeah, I that was a good no, that was a good Zoom. No, thank you for pointing that out. Uh, but yeah, there is a lot of moments where the the movie takes a pause, po- or at least Death Ghidorah takes, pause. Po- like he should have just rampaged through this entire forest while, or like k- killed Mothra right when she was down. But no, he just is like just standing in stasis. Like oh, we got the pause screen on in the in the video game there.
1: Yeah, I do. I do love they just got this poor little baby Mothra, just he's all bloody, he's in their mouth, and the mom has to come in to rescue him. Just throw him. Oh, he should be dead now too. Just will be splats.
0: I will say uh, this is kind of cool though, where it's like tag team between mom and and the son, uh, and the. When, when he has, like, the chest beam, I was like, what the flip? Where did that come from? I uh, didn't see that before. But I will say that uh, <laughs> Leo himself kind of has, like, a skull face to him. Not obviously with his mandibles, but, like, if you look above where his, like, membrane is, it kind of looks like a skull almost. You can see, like, the eyes. I'm like, it kind of looks like a xenomorph almost. Not the same, of course, interesting. but that's just
1: Yeah, this is so dumb. Ever, ever since uh, one of the fairies yelled on screen, no. It just keeps giving me flashbacks to this movie I watched a couple days ago called Blue Sunshine. And one of the the characters in it has a very hilarious no moment where he just starts going crazy. I don't know why I'm mentioning it though, because yeah, nothing to do with this at all. But go check out Blue Sunshine.
0: I thought you were gonna mention the bit in Revenge of the Sith where Palpatine starts going, No. No, no, you will die. Oh, I, I always think of the
2: the um Vader. The Vader no. <laughs> The one in, in Sith, but also the one that they added into Jedi.
1: Don't kill me. He's down there, little pathetic little worm. Just like Mothra Leo here. <laughs> I don't know what I think about the lasers and lightning, though. I love it. No, yeah, they've upped it up. Yeah, these guys... Yeah, much more powerful now. This is
0: some awesome stuff, by the way. If I could just say, like, this is some of, like, I don't, maybe maybe I'm not, like, selling it with the other stuff, but, like, man, I love the creature, like, uh, bat attacks. And not even just attacks, just, like, the entire fight sequence with all these creatures and models. It's great. I love it. Yeah, it reminds me of, did, I, did we watch together,
2: it was something from the Millennium era that just, I can't remember if I watched with you guys or by myself. That had like these like really incredible like city, um, scape scenes with the kaiju. Yeah.
1: Oh, what was that yeah, one? Uh, Giant monsters all Out attack GMK.
2: Yeah, this kind of reminds me of that because that one really looked on point.
1: Yeah, no, that that's one of the best. Yeah, that, that that's what's a shame about this because it in terms of a Heisei, uh, uh Godzilla kind of movie <laughs> related. Kaiju? yeah this is one of the best looking uh, but yeah it's just too bad this story is so damn weak and it's 10 minutes too long easily 10 minutes too long otherwise i'd go back to it more
0: yeah it's i, I don't want to say it's like a, a first attempt uh i mean hey this is better than the forced awakens that's all i'm gonna say uh
1: because if oh, oh, come my, on come here. on <laughs> oh. Strike that from the record. Uh because. Like, yeah, Isaac, you've got a Star Wars bashing agenda today. <laughs> uh no, I don't.
0: But just in that, like, you know, Forced Awakens was uh, retelling the whole trilogy into one movie and this I is not with that, but I don't know okay. how much this is uh, taking from the original Mothra, but even if it is, I think it's making it its
1: own. And
0: you know, I, I'll I'll give my you know thoughts about not thoughts. I'll give my oh feelings about the.
1: sorry i have to interrupt oh okay he is turning invisible i must have missed this earlier sorry keep going I it
0: was weird they no, it's fine because i'll ask this yeah imitation it's like so is he camouflaging or what is he is he imitating like the God the death godora's cries or something because that's usually what i meant like when they see imitation like what or is it just a translation thing
1: is he phasing out of reality i'm not sure
0: I just assumed it was chameleon. Like he's just blending in with his surroundings. And that's why he said imitation. I'm like, is that the right word to use? I'd have to like look that up. But again, this is a translation thing. I have, who knows? Um, but if, if this is like, you know, the start of the trilogy and I don't know what the, I don't know the quality of the, of the sequels here, but it's like, yeah. man, I definitely like, am going into the next two a lot more. I uh, was excited for them
1: okay okay that that's positive that's positive yeah oh yeah no that's that's what i meant by like in
0: comparison to the except like as long as the middle one's not uh some guy thinking that subversion subverting expectations
1: oh
0: my gosh what is happening <laughs> i thought i was the one who was
2: always accused of injecting star wars and star trek and everything <laughs> but this is taking it to another level
1: no, it's a flashback to the early days of, yeah, me and Isaac doing podcasting, and he would turn every discussion to Star Wars.
0: Yeah, exactly. I remember so.
1: our, our review of Crawl. It was basically, everything that's good about Crawl. Star Wars needs to take, and yeah, that that's that was the discussion.
0: I agree. I still, I still agree to that. Yeah, they should they should do more stuff like Krull, even though it was supposed to be a D&D movie. The knockoff of Star Wars?
1: You <laughs> were talking about modern Star Wars. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what modern Star Wars could take from Krull
0: i would say just a score maybe but i don't
1: know what what else
0: right here is where either the dad should have died or made amends somehow
1: yeah by the way all this feels like the climax of the movie
0: it does it really does it's hilarious whereas like no,
1: i thought this was the uh
2: you were the chosen one <laughs> i loved you you were my, i loved you you were my brother anakin You were supposed to bring
1: balance to the force, not leave it in darkness. (laughs) I hate you! You were supposed to bring balance to the trees, not burn them all with fire. But I also
2: thought this was another dark moment, like, when the heels were on fire, literally. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I I meant to mention earlier, uh, when, like, the kids are near lava, which just came out of nowhere, I was like, oh, I guess there's, uh, there's Caleb's Dante's Peak reference he was talking
1: about. (laughs) Oh, oh, I meant yeah, you mentioned the other one. I mentioned Volcano. Oh, Volcano. Sorry. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> hey, fair enough. Get them both in there. Why not? Yeah, get them both in there. Oh,
2: you said Dante's Peak. I was thinking Dante's Inferno.
1: Did I say
0: Inferno? <laughs> I meant Peak. Sorry. Not
2: no, Inferno.
1: you said Peak. Sorry.
2: No, I heard Inferno in my head. Okay. <laughs> Thank goodness.
1: That was the missing... Uh, Link. Yeah, Volcano 90s disaster movie. Maybe it was a TV one. I haven't seen too many of those yet.
0: Do you count those in your like disaster movie? Well, I guess...
1: Eh. I counted them for the 70s, but yeah, for the 90s, I didn't add very many to my list. You said
2: the the pupae has like a, or the larvae uh, has like a, you know, like a skull xenomorph. And I wasn't seeing traditional xenomorph, um, but actually, if, if you're talking about the hybrid and alien resurrection, then I do see a connection.
0: To the face. I see what you mean, but no, I, I just thought of Xenomorph like at that moment. I just was like, oh, it looks like a human skull.
2: Because, yeah, that's another abomination, is that um, that hybrid from Resurrection. Oh No, I, I was really into that movie when I saw it at the theater. And then when that happened, all the popcorn fell out of my mouth.
1: Oh, <laughs> <Aww.
0: laughs> So if you treat Alien Resurrection as a prequel to Firefly... Okay...
1: Because you mean? Cause so, what's the... with the
0: water exactly? Oh. No, I'm, I'm ignoring that. Wait, what you, what you just say about the water? I'm like, what's, what's up with the water exactly? Like, what is it? Was it do to Death Ghidorah? That's funny. Uh it's just like you know, immobilize him or something.
1: I don't. Yeah, I don't know what this. Yeah, I don't know. I just like they broke. I the, guess it was just powerful, knocked him off his little feeties. They broke the dam, and, it, and
2: I wonder know, if Japanese treat water imagery the same as it's treated in the West. As, you know, just like the um, analogy of, like, the Great Flood, but of, like, an overwhelming, like, rebirth or washing
0: away of evil. Well, I mean, this next bit is, like, maybe that as well of, like, return, like, Mothra's about to return into the water.
1: By the way, I love when Mothra just swoops in and picks up the poor little injured baby guy. Let's get out of here. I just thought that was cute.
0: It's like the drop ship. Taking the APC Argus in reverse. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Well I just think I just think Mothra
2: should be larger and compared to the, the I Argus.
1: agree. Yeah.
2: Because if that's how small Mothra is, Mothra would have been tiny next to Desgadora.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's fair. And this was sad too. I was like, Oh man, this is harsh for a kid's movie. Poor Mothra's just drowning. It's like old yeller. Girl, back. Yeah, and, I was about
2: to say. I was about to say. They, old yeller.
0: They're not. They're. That's different, though. This is like she's on her last leg. She. She took a beating, by the way. Like, holy smokes, did she like take yeah. a bunch of shots? But obviously, they weren't. Uh, they they got to her. Unfortunately, it's like, I mean, this is sad. This is not old. Yeller. Old Yeller had rabies and had to get shot. Like, this is different.
1: Yeah, no, I'm waiting for these fairies to take out the rifle. It's not about you
2: know? the the way it died. It's the connection with the kid. And that's yeah, what it is. the child <laughs> well, audience.
1: I remember sake. I used to have to turn off Old Yeller. I could never watch that scene. It was way too much for me. <laughs>
0: So can they see what's happening right now? Because that's another thing with there's parts of this movie where like space and time are warping all around us and it's like, wait a minute, can they like see what's going on? Like what do you I mean? The well I didn't mention scene? this not just fairies, I mean with the with the family, excuse me. Like do they can they see from where they are, like what's happening with Mothra and Leo right now? Oh,
1: okay. I, I see yeah. what you mean. Sorry, not
0: the fairies. Uh, it's kinda like earlier I didn't mention this, but when the when the mom takes, you know, the kids to see the dad, uh, as he, you know, my, under influence of mind control, he awakens death. Ghidorah. like that happens fast. Like they take that jet or they take that airline and just get there immediately. I'm like, eh, I feel like that would have taken a while.
2: Um, I forgot to mention this earlier, but because of, uh, her blouse, the mom, she's been giving me April O'Neil vibes like this whole time. <laughs>
1: By the way, Isaac, it's uh, Descadora. Or Des, I think. Descadora.
0: I'm only going with what the translation says, Death, Uh-oh. and I don't want to sound like I'm
1: butchering or oh.
0: reading Japanese, that's why.
1: Did you watch... Oh,
2: it's
0: spelled D D E
1: S. Uh, Did you watch yeah. the the English dub?
0: No. No, thankfully I found a Japanese dub. Uh oh, And okay. they, the subtitles say Death. And oh, really? Oh, I weird. think that's also the other thing where I... Again, maybe this is ignorance and racism, but it's like is the are the Japanese trying to say death, but it's deaths for them? I I don't know. Yeah,
1: death.
2: I well, I again, I assume they were going with deaths, like like the um the Japanese prefix. See That's this shot.
1: Easy. This shot's a little harsh. The baby's even trying to go under the water. Like no, mom. Oh, she's sinking into oblivion. Also,
0: how is Leo? like staying above the water how buoyant is he exactly i guess all that yeah. like larval fat is keeping him upright or above the surface excuse me
1: maybe he's got some like air funnel things in there air uh ladders. but the
0: larva has always been able to like move through
2: the ocean just like how is that's true
1: is. yeah so many movies ends with them just swimming away
0: that's why that's why uh, Ghidorah, whether it's death or king uh is is evil because he doesn't come from the ocean
1: there you go comes from that that empty space you know look at this they're really they're really milking yep. this great. Yeah, james cameron's taking notes right now yeah and then we cut to the next Jack. scene a bunch of eels and things start tearing the body apart
0: oh hey look at that there goes jack's body and oh hey yeah, larva definitely had enough space on that door and <laughs> she and she ends up on the set of the abyss well okay
1: i like that that one the harsher one is it mona I can't, I can't remember the names. Mola or Mola, Mola, Mo, I think it is. Mola,
0: I think yeah. Just because in the English dub apparently they call her Mona.
1: Yeah, that that's what I was thinking because I used to always watch the English dub on TV.
0: Yeah, in the um,
2: uncut version, you can see um, Mother Mothra like implode from the sea pressure.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, and all the eels swiggle in. Yeah, start picking up the remains. And the Come crabs on, at
0: least like when Michael Beam drowned. it. Was all the Miyazaki explosion. sausages like consume it.
1: Oh, we're you saying Isaac. That's a heck of a scar or mark on his forehead, Rip. Brother, yeah, have that for the rest of his life.
0: I don't see the connection to April O'Neil, uh Are you fair. colorblind? No, I just—that's me. Just, it's just a yellow like jacket, or it's just a yellow sh- dress shirt. So I'm like, yes, maybe yes. the
1: hairstyle and no, 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 no. no. Yeah, it's
0: all—it's—it's it's all about the color of the the shirt i don't see it besides april had auburn hair if in the in 87
1: well it's about more about the shirt from here but and i'm Armin hair uh style not uh okay. color.
0: i i don't see it i sorry
1: eric maybe it's 87 which like the cartoon you mean
0: the cartoon yes yeah, excuse me unless you're mm-hmm. talking about like you know 90s version or... i think it
2: came out in 89 the
0: tv show tmnt like the original cartoon yeah that was 87 I
2: don't think so. Oh, no, it wasn't that. 87. Because um, I was definitely in middle school when it came out. And I was not in middle school in 87. Okay.
0: <laughs> Never mind. Maybe it was 89. Wow. A year and then they get a movie. Holy smokes.
1: Yeah, it was 87. Yeah, because I was like, that's a pretty quick turnaround for the, the movie. And that yeah. was in 1990. So yeah, in 1987.
0: Okay. <laughs> Got that one
1: right at least.
2: Came out in 87?
1: Yeah. No way eighty seven
0: and ninety six, oh, almost ten year run. So this part with in the hospital scene, you know, we had the we have always like you know that's a that's actually a like I think a piece of iconography with with Godzilla and or at least these yeah. kaiju films that's a that's a staple which is needed. I don't, I don't know. I'm not saying it's necessary, but it's like I don't know if they need to be here because like it was no. mostly a. Um, what what is it? it? Was it was mostly a like closed and contained event almost? Like that was another thing where I was like surprised. Where it's like, wow, we're not really in the city and we're not seeing like city destruction. But that's the point because it's a Gaia story, hmm. so we're seeing like destruction of the trees. Um, but like I said, they they did their darndest to make the battle look epic, and it was even though they wasn't inside a, uh, wow. a cityscape. You see the grandfather
1: clock right behind them?
2: Yes. I noticed that.
1: In a hospital?
2: <laughs> well, it's not. Well, I know it's a lot of weird things for being in a hospital, but what I noticed more about the grandfather clock was I wonder what the kanji says on it. Because I've never seen mm. text on the glass of a grandfather clock before.
1: But this whole hospital scene, this is the first scene that they could just flat out cut. I don't think it has any use, really. I mean, sure, you can make the case oh, now he gets that confrontation with that guy blaming him for starting all this. But it it wasn't his fault, really, the way they played it.
0: Oh, uh, I mean to no nobody, nobody else would have realized that he was being mind controlled though.
1: Yeah, but but I just mean for the actual dramatic weight of the story. It's now he's almost the victim, like oh, oh my
2: god. They're drinking the, <laughs> I they don't remember this. I, I was probably playing F Zero uh, when I was watching the movie. Oh they're watering the plant? What? Oh okay, that's much better. Which holy smokes. I, is that still
0: seawater or salt water or cause uh, of you know. fresh water? Ha, huh. huh. wait. Freshwater for fit what?
1: Like another another now proud but... What
0: do you mean freshwater for
1: yeah, fish?
2: Why is fish that easy.
0: weird? Oh, uh, just usually I think of fish with. I guess yeah, fish exist in freshwater. What am I talking about? Because yeah, my dad, you
1: know? my dad always <laughs> preferred freshwater tanks. He always found them easier to. Oh, they're way easier. The Occasionally, the salt ones. But... I'm not an
2: expert on keeping fish as pets, but yes, freshwater fish are immensely easier to take care of and maintain. Yeah. But as pets saltwater fish species are far more interesting.
1: Yeah. That's what he said too. By the way, that's another pretty show with the sun like that. It looks great.
0: Oh, it's beautiful. It's, it's, it's
1: absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. My dad always, he liked to get the saltwater ones and he would even get ones that would like fight and like, they would almost like have do- dominance wars in the tank. I hated what? that. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Saltwater fish generally, they have like much more personality and um, evocative eyes. Um, yeah. whereas yeah the fresh ones are just kind of like what you stereotypically think of fish as like just staring and not really yeah. doing do anything
0: guess when it comes down to it i've never liked having a like um a fish pet or you know a uh, fish uh, child excuse me because <laughs> unlike a mammal or even reptile they they can't move, per, like, not probably, but it's like, it's a different, it's a whole different, like, way they move. They have to exist in water, which is fun. Like, that's how they work. I'm just saying, like, no, it's true, but yeah. you're setting, it's like you're setting me up for my little story. I know what you're about to say, but it's just like, yeah, no, they, they need to exist in like open water or at least open space. But no, that's true. Tank, that's like cruel, dude. What are you doing?
2: Oh, man. Isaac is setting up my little, my little anecdote. So, my cousin, um, back in the day when he was in high school, um, he had a puffer fish, um, and it had a huge tank uh, and it was just for that one fish cuz i guess those fish really need a lot of space and it's pretty big mm-hmm. um, and that fish cuz first of all it's eyeballs because its eyeballs had like the whites you know what i mean and mm-hmm. you know typical fish don't have that but the p- puffer fish did so it kind of had like the expressions like emotionally and whatever of like a like a dog like a pet dog and not only that but the puffer fish acted like a, like a small dog because during the day it would just, you know, be in its aquarium doing its thing. And then when my cousin would come home from school and like come in the house, it's like it would recognize him and react exactly like an overexcited dog would react to their owner. Mm-hmm. And he used to like, just trip me out. Cause I didn't know fish could be like that. And then yes, uh, logically my next thought was, this is so weird to have such an expressive creature being in this tank now, it was like a twenty-gallon tank, but still, yeah, it, it's it's weird. Like if you had a a chihuahua that you kept in like a a twenty-gallon like terrarium, like hmm. that would be weird.
1: Yeah, no, I definitely had a number of fish like that with my dad too. Where I had the first like realization, like, oh no, these fish—they're not just like little floating plants. Like they're real; they have their own personalities. And yep, yeah, it, it's one
2: hundred percent.
1: And that's why I was so pissed off when my dad got fish that he knew that they would pick sides of the tank and if their population bloomed enough that they would kill the other side of it. And he knew that was going to happen. And he was just like, oh, I just want to see how their their little like society develops in there. And then one day you show up and there's a bunch of fish corpses floating at the...
2: I actually thought that was kind of fun with uh, freshwater fish like when that would happen.
0: <laughs> oh, no. Yeah.
1: Oh no, that's demented.
0: That's all I'm gonna say.
2: Or you put like a, um like a like a crawfish into your fish tank, and it'll it'll start killing everything.
1: Yeah. And by the way, my dad he he did it once. He was he was really into it. And then after it happened, he's like, never again. Like it it, yeah, it took the fun out of him. Good. Oh God, did you see that just there? There was like a in a little box. There was like a taxidermied squirrel in that hospital too. What the hell's going on with that hospital?
2: That hospital, I mean, it's just like a Benigans, um that has been, com- or first uh, TGI Fridays has been converted into a hospital.
0: What the fudge?
1: But I like this. This, this tree's another piece of, like, just the imagery. No,
2: yeah, this whole scene, yeah, this whole scene right here feels very Tim Burton esque.
1: That's interesting. I guess I can see some. I'd that. say more Fantasia,
2: but that's just me. Yeah. I mean, it's certainly brighter and more colorful than your typical Tim Burton thing, but just the whimsical and, and like physical production style.
1: Yeah. there's one thing I like about this movie is it does have kind of a, more of a fantasy bent. And I like this little peek into this world. It's just kind of the human stuff that, it just gets a little bit boring after a while.
2: Well, it just gets completely dropped. Again, it was, it was kind of interesting at in the beginning with the humans. Yeah.
1: yeah, no, you're right.
2: And, and they do that in a lot of Godzilla movies. It's just the contrast is starker in this one than other Godzilla movies compared to the interesting human parts. And then how quickly it just gets completely dropped. This is wild.
1: Yeah. I, I feel like the imagery there yeah, really does stand out. And that particular fairy is pretty pretty. And the score as well.
2: Yeah. Cause this is something you'd imagine like an animated
0: movie. Fantasia. <laughs> and the score also really helps sales the
1: scene. <laughs> and by the way, when I was a kid, I always love these musical moments in this in this movie. and yeah, they, they they stood out a lot for me. That stuff. So
0: is this considered a musical then?
1: No. Oh, look at that deer. Looks like he's got a little, like a, oh, <laughs> The monkey's surprise face. Yeah, it looked
2: like it had a lazy eye, but it was just the leaf in front of its eye.
1: It's an actual monkey, not an ape. Holy smokes. Yeah, I was going to say, it looked like the deer had like a toupee on. Like something about the top of his head looked funny. Huh? No. Hey, you caught me with my toupee on. Then the monkey looked actually, absolutely stunned. It's like, oh my God, I've never seen a moth larva do something like this. Is, I don't know the range, but is the Aurora Borealis something that could be seen in y'all's part
2: of Canada, or do you have to go yep. further north?
0: Uh, You got to go a little bit north, but they're like during certain times, Uh, you actually, well, you, you'll probably never be able to see
1: it because of all the city lights and the pollution. <laughs> well, but... yeah,
2: uh, pretend you're in the countryside, but on the yeah. same
0: latitude yeah. or longitude.
1: I be. I know I saw it a couple times in Alberta, but I don't know about here in BC. I'm you not sure. You can
0: see it I think uh, a bit north or in Whistler. Uh if there's a oh, Whistler so I can see in there. It. Yeah, you definitely can. Mm.
2: That is definitely something I need to see at some point with my own eyes.
1: Wow, look at that. That that's very really pretty. Oh, you never seen it? Hmm. No,
2: <laughs> I mean no.
0: I actually haven't either.
2: I've only been that far north once in in Canada. I mean, I mean the most north I've ever been. Well, I'm not sure where it lines up with Scotland, um, uh, uh, Toronto. I'm not sure which is more far. Uh, north.
0: I'm pretty sure Scotland's farther north.
2: I'm not sure; it's deceptive when you see those comparisons um from the New World to um, to Europe.
0: See, not only do I want to see the boreal, I want to see the, the aurora australis. Excuse me.
1: Yeah, the Borealis was something. It was it was pretty stunning.
0: Well, it's a, the the sky is dancing. What are you talking about? It's beautiful.
1: Yeah, I just want to see the toilet go down the opposite way.
0: <laughs> I mean, I've seen a toilet that is goes both ways because it's like, you know, <laughs> in the middle of like both, both the equator ways. and like like the equator <laughs> and like the zero longitude.
2: No, you say it goes both ways. I'm picturing the toilet like shoots water like a, like a bidet <laughs> yeah. up your ass.
1: I was expecting it to be yeah goes down then comes back up like okay yeah it was an interesting oh
2: moment. yeah Scotland is way further north than yeah. Toronto <laughs> clearly I just saw that thing recently somewhere on social media where like not a lot of people realize that like New York um like lines up with like the bottom part of like Italy
1: no
0: so Italy is stepping on New York.
1: <laughs> By the way, all this stuff here, this kind of mystical, cutting back to the kids, this is extremely glamorous stuff. Yep. Of course, wow. the parents are sitting off to the corner, but the kids know. The kids can feel the change, because it's, you know, yeah, that's all.
0: That tree is disappearing in a sea of butterflies.
1: Oh, you're a little ahead of me. They burst. They oh. just burst now.
0: Sorry. You're
2: both ahead of me. They just burst now for me. What?
1: <laughs>
0: oh, shoot.
1: And this also turned
2: into that um, like that questionable CG anime period.
1: Yeah, and just questionable in general. Like, what the fuck is this? Since when is uh, a moth or beast built up from thousands of butter- butterflies? Or moths. Sorry, not butterflies. <laughs> like, why would they make that choice? That just seems stupid. I mean, moth. Uh,
2: I'm actually more okay with the concept than I am of the actual actualization and i
1: guess in this particular franchise the rebirth of mothra it is much more fantasy bent so i guess in that regard sure but just in general it seems stupid but here's mothra leo wow
2: the weird meaty legs of both adult mothras they remind me of like like their appendages off of um 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 gizmo like the gremlins okay
1: yeah i can see it yeah (laughs) yeah
0: yeah, no he's a lot more fluffy as well i mean i mean like leo excuse me so yeah i can see the gizmo comparison yeah if there was a
2: real moth that that had legs just like that that would really Uh creep me out
0: Uh that is swole holy smokes he's going to like gym to get those gains man holy smokes
1: oh i've seen some moths with some super muscular feet they do look like they've been like their bodybuilder moths
0: Mmm, beefy. But
1: yeah, it's those creepy feet.
2: Yeah, it's got like chicken legs.
1: <laughs> Even that asshole. That, that one guy, the guy who was like a reporter who was kind of picking on them, he reminds me of uh, Jeffrey Combs, some of the expressions he makes. Interesting. Yeah, I feel like they have a similar vibe. It's just an insect, but don't write it off. I really like this scene when the kids are just like, okay, we're leaving. My parents are like, oh no, go after your brother. She's like, nah, I'm going too. Well, she, <laughs> she is. I wonder what that poster said that was behind the boy. A very
0: manga looking poster. I like that shot of them walking toward, like running towards the light. I, I yep. really enjoyed it. Although, some odd reason, when I was watching that scene of them in the hospital, all I could think of was the scene. Okay, there's a, there's a like, you know, 10 second advertisement for that airline, whatever that is.
1: Yeah, I'm seeing it right now, it just popped up. Darn
0: it. Okay, sorry. Um, but anyway, the the scene I was thinking of though when they were in the hospital was the scene from uh Ghost in the Shell standalone complexes movie. I forget the Solid State Society, there we go. Uh where ah uh, which one was that? Uh the guy has his daughter and they're in the hospital and like something bad's about to happen. So it's like, wow, that was a random like thought that I hadn't thought of in a while.
1: <laughs> I've been having lots of random thoughts watching this today. There's a lot of random things popping out of nowhere
0: wow i don't mind the change to what leo does like obviously i assume it's you know the better not better but it's just like a different version of mothra so it's like i don't mind the idea that he has different power sets i think that's cool and all uh but it's no different than like you know what they do with super sentai common rider or ultraman where it's like each like each uh, generation or each the next version of them is like different and Either has yeah. a new power supply. It's just the escalation of you know uh, pa- and passage of time where it's like other people come in and have new ideas and are you know build up from what the other ones had in the past. So it's like yeah, I don't mind. I think it's a cool idea.
1: No, I, I that's
0: the least of my worries in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, somehow I'm okay with this and not using a star cruiser as uh, as a lightspeed weapon. But you know, whatever. I knew he was gonna.
2: Drop a Star Wars reference after that,
1: you know me too well. But I like that weird, weird blast that he can do, like the three piece blast.
0: That was cool from his forehead. Like that was, yeah. that was awesome.
1: And they a little jousting moment there, and it leaves all this little uh, powder.
0: All that powder, it should just be like asbestos or like detonate. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool.
1: I do think it's fun that they integrate that that powdery aspect of moth wings into his, one of his attacks. That's that's pretty fun.
0: That
2: yeah, makes sense, I suppose.
1: Oh my goodness! It's oh this, no!
0: It's the swarm from uh, Star Trek Voyager or Star Trek Beyond.
1: Yeah, this is getting kooky. Oh.
0: That's cool, though. I like I was, this. I was thinking of uh, Exorcist Two.
1: Oh no! There we go. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: that's so
0: cool.
1: I need um a
2: shirtless um um what's his name james Earl jones
0: now you're on the receiving (laughs) end of explosions man this is so cool this dazzling display of yeah no
1: this stuff is cool electronic lights i can't deny that okay Okay. i'm
0: glad you're loving
2: it i can't say i'm loving it i don't have anything against it i don't have anything against it it's just again i'm I'm weirdly thinking of star trek final frontier
0: (laughs) so
1: we all are having random this is sparking (laughs) a lot of different (laughs) thoughts here's a here's a weird
0: thought go ahead yeah go ahead Kim.
1: Okay, I'll say this briefly. My only complaint here with this fight is we saw Mothra Leo fly over the city. And so it would have been like, oh, you know, we had their first fight in the woods. Now we're going to have the second fight in the city. I feel like that would have <laughs> changed things up a yeah. lot. And felt more for Oh, that would have
0: been fantastic. And surprisingly... Yeah. There hasn't been any JD, uh, JSFDF or, or whatever, or sorry,
1: JSFDF,
0: uh, the Japanese defense self defense, sorry, oh, Japanese self defense oh. force. We haven't seen oh, any yeah. other, you know guys blowing their budget out, um, no. for that, like, yeah, well, no,
2: yeah, this doesn't seem as kind of like that kind of ramming
0: radio. speed. Wow, okay, that and he goes down, he's down for the count. Wow, yeah. that a goof, um. So what I was thinking of, this was actually in the first battle uh, between, you know, Mama Mothra and then Leo and Death Ghidorah. I was like, you know what would be kind of cool? I don't know if this is like achievable or not. But could you imagine in... Go ahead.
1: Oh, just uh, that's another... When we saw his little body just down there quivering, that was another one where it's like, oh man, that seems a little much.
0: Yeah,
2: that that was cool. But the way it's cut, it's a little bit confusing because we just saw... Big Ghidorah yes. go down and then yeah. it cuts to that and it makes you think, wait a second,
0: is it <laughs> is it like a mecha desgadora? I did kind of feel <sighs> I did I did feel pretty bad for it dying though. I don't know, yeah, even I'm, though it was I'm like kidding.
1: By the way, I'll say when I was a little kid, I used to always think that this des uh, Ghidorah was a robot because of that scene.
0: Ah, but see? There you for go. For
1: years I, I thought that until I revisited
0: it. I thought of the wires. I was like, oh, interesting they had wires for it. But anyway, this is just cool. I don't. I don't know why. I'm just like, ah, I love this ultimate attack or whatever he's doing with like rings and sonar. Um, just yeah, it's oh, cool pumping him with energy. But I was like, you know what? I kind of want to see at Disneyland. This is so weird, but like oh. almost a recreation of like a scene out of made out of fireworks.
1: Oh, okay. Like their little Indiana Jones show. You're saying like, yeah. And I'm not. I'm not talking
0: like. I'm not saying like they have. Uh, what is it? A projection of the image in the background, like on the castle. But, like, imagine if you could recreate, like, hear me out, animate a scene with fireworks. Like, that is, that Hmm. probably wouldn't work for, like, an, like, for logistic reasons of how many fireworks you'd have to, like, uh, launch at, like, a moment's notice. But, like, that'd be really cool. No, I get what you're saying. But,
2: but these days it's all about, like, the drone light shows. I guess it is. And some of those are pretty cool. I haven't watched many, but...
0: I won't deny that, but at the same time, like... But some of those are pretty cool.
1: Now, do you mean like the the Gandalf, uh, that type of making the shapes out of fireworks? Is that what you're saying?
2: Not just that, but almost making like... Oh my God, that would be incredible.
1: Frames, Caleb. Think
0: of like frames from a movie, almost. Interesting. I get what you're saying, but... It definitely sounds like a hell of a challenge. Oh yeah, yeah. no, like they have to launch them at the exact same point. But it's like, oh, that'd be really cool. And
2: and again, it would it would be inc- seemingly incredibly more expensive than like the whole drone thing. Oh, definitely. Shoot, with those drones, and if they can make them fly faster, I mean, y- you should be able to like to hook up like a game console and play it on drones in the sky. Like I'm picturing like a Game Boy Advance game being like illuminated in the sky with drones that i I could be down
0: with that sounds cool but i'll pass i'll keep uh gaming to my (laughs) introspective self
1: (laughs) by the way that symbol appearing at that also felt yeah very anime or i guess uh yellow power rangers early on
0: oh yeah no i I see your point yep
2: (laughs) his shirt is so weird and random uh, I think it says somewhere on it like Detroit University and then staff. staff. Yeah. It <laughs> so is weird. weird. But I get it. It's like when we put random kanji on stuff and we have no idea what we're printing out. <laughs> oh, totally.
1: I did keep looking at it. I was like, why does he have that? Where do you get that from? Yeah, and I, it, it, Now we're turning to some of this little miniature stuff. Like It's a little bit like too little too late. Yes. I get they wrap it up pretty quick, but...
2: You are right about that. Too little, too late. They should have just focused on that. Um, made like a Mothra, uh, Arthur and the Invisibles um, movie.
1: Oh, wow. Arthur and... I, I think I own that. And I've never seen it. Pretty sure I have that in DVD. Oh,
2: I love the original, but I have struggled to watch the many sequels. Because the sequels feel direct-to-video um, in terms of quality. Because the original, I think, feels really solid.
1: Hmm. Didn't even know they made any sequels. Interesting
2: oh yeah well, i don't think a lot of them made it to the state side but um but definitely in france i think it was a really big thing
1: yeah we get this nice little ending and this ending it's kind of like okay oh we love our sister she's a bit of a troublemaker but we still love her it's like a bit of a troublemaker i mean yeah you gotta think some people died maybe not <laughs> well no the workers at that that uh logging place must have died, but I don't know.
2: <laughs> Man, his his shirt also has like a little patch that says
0: Meeting Kids Club. <sighs> it's so weird. It's so that weird and random. You sing, you know, the sister. oh yeah, she's her sister or whatnot. You know, she even he has like, you know, some of her bad days or whatnot. It reminds me of that scene of the Avengers assemble where um thor is talking about you know loki and kind of you know siding with not siding with him but at least like vouching for him that he you know wouldn't do this stuff and then was i think it was uh maria hill goes like he killed 12 <laughs> or something like that <laughs> then he goes he's adopted and it's like is that offensive to adopted kids
1: uh, i don't know if for in sync sorry isaac this is going away from what you were saying yeah but just the image of them crawling and then suddenly they appear in his head and they fly off. And then we just cut to the parents and they just have, like, mild smiles. They're like, oh.
0: Oh, no, we're, we're in sync. Yeah, we're, we're, we're in sync. I was just thinking that before. Uh,
2: yeah, they're just reflecting, like, we're getting paid for this, right?
1: Yeah, that's what's the thing of the dad. I was like, is this guy even giving a performance anymore? Like, This is, like, the biggest, like, milk, milk sock dad. He's just sitting there at no... What do you mean, milk toast? What did I say?
0: Uh, I think
2: milk worked. Milk worked. Eh, fair enough.
1: Yeah, like, he, he's he's become a complete non-character, I don't think. And his little end speech here, oh, you know, I can't fix the damage that my company's cost, but for future generations, i like, okay.
2: You know, sadly, this reminds me of, um, what's the actor's name? Is it Kyle Chandler?
1: Oh, yeah, yes. the Monsterverse stuff.
2: This, this feels like a retro reference, retroactive reference to, yes, Kyle Chandler being in um, Godzilla or Kong... Godzilla versus Kong, or Kong versus yeah. Godzilla, whatever it is. Yep. And it's weird because Kyle Chandler actually has very similar eyes as this Japanese actor, <laughs> like because Kyle Chandler has like squinty eyes. Yeah, like similar facial structure. Yeah, and it, he feels just. I feel like that was a reference to this movie as a very underserved actor, because um, I love that actor in general, and that is one of the poorest showings of a role he's ever been given.
1: Oh. He did what he could in his little cameo, and that's
2: what I'm saying. He did what he could, but how could you take a guy with with,
0: yeah, oh man, that acting range and, and give
1: him? I mean, that. yeah,
2: he's not like he's not like a 70 year old Marlon Brando,
1: not yet. Uh, this dad is terrible. Th- there was just a shot. Oh my god! And he was like looking around at things growing, and his expression was just it was just so dead. It was just like, oh, oh my god, <laughs> that
2: scene with the with the the tree um reliefing it 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 reminded me of the effects in the original time machine oh Um, yeah yeah stop the stop motion animation
1: of stop cutting to that dad stop cutting to him (laughs) he's very distracting to me now
0: i won't say it frustrates me but i definitely can or disappoints me but I, i definitely see the potential here of like again if the dad had been this like ruthless son of a gun uh who was you know like all in for deforesting the trees or something like that, or he has to meet a quota or something like that. And he was the one that releases death Ghidorah and then like comes around and realizes his mistakes and whatnot. I feel like this, his speech at the end would make a lot, like a whole lot more sense. Even the scene in the hospital as well. Especially if we saw death Ghidorah, like, you know, uh, have like, like take out a town or something like that on its rampage. It's like, ah, I I feel like, I feel like he would be like his, his, used to be way more moving, like I already said.
1: Like, oh, yeah, here. might have had some impact.
0: That was
2: some other interesting cutting that I don't know if they should have left it that way. Which was, and you know, they showed the flowers, and then they showed what appeared to be like a moth or butterfly going amongst the flowers, and then they cut to a bird with an insect in its mouth.
0: <laughs> I noticed that too. That's I was
2: confusing like... imagery. Like, what are we saying? Well, that's life, like, it's the circle of life. Like, yeah. I'm just picturing like the next movie is going to feature. Like a, a bird like kaiju is just gonna take out Mothra.
1: They should have showed the insect among the flowers and the bird killing the insect and then the dad's company back up and running, cutting down the trees.
0: <laughs> back to business as usual.
1: Oh, I did not like this. No. Um well when it turns into CGI. Fairy says thank you for saving her life. I like Fairy. I kinda want a little fairy toy. That thing's cute. I like the pink on it. Oh, yeah,
0: It's mini, it's mini Mothra leo i guess but um you know yeah this ending definitely like as soon as the ending itself kind of like i don't know if it's telegraphs, but it definitely kind of sets up that moth or leo's gonna probably like rejuvenate the forest i could not help but think of princess mononoke by the end of this so i was, me I was literally humming the yeah. end theme to that i was like oh this is so good <laughs> reminds me of that film um, i wasn't humming but Certainly, after you guys bring it up. But I mean, hey, like I said, the score to this part as well is magnificent. Yeah, you're right. It is like a light version, or at least very inspired by uh, composer Joe and all the work he's done.
1: Yeah, trying to play in that same mold, definitely. Man, those three, those three little dots on Leo's head—they're a little bit. They look kind of creepy when we get close-ups.
0: I mean, it's no flux capacitor.
1: God, look at that dad. The best I could find with a quick
2: um, Google search is a little a little toy of um, fairy Mothra. Um, th- but it's like a little rubber toy you can put on your finger tip if you know
0: what I mean.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> look at that. Oh, Mothra.
0: That, that fairy's going to go places.
1: <sighs> Maybe I'm just picking on this actor. But yeah, that dad, every time I see him now, it makes me... And I was even having this earlier today when I was watching it. By the end, I was just like, "Oh, get him off the screen."
2: No, it's not good, but it's, it's not his fault. Again, some of, some of these close-ups, it almost seems like B roll. Like the actors didn't even know <laughs> yes. that they were
1: <laughs> in scene. That could very well be uh, some of the shots. Maybe you just didn't even know.
2: <laughs> I know. I mean, maybe maybe he died like Bruce Lee in Game of Death, and they just like, or Aww. like what's his name in, in Fast Eight, um, Fate, Aww. whatever, and they just like that's his brother actually that they that, shot. Fast Seven, by the way. Oh, sorry. And yeah, Paul Walker. Um, R.I.P. I'm oh, sorry. Rip brother. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's actually the actor's brother who filled in after his untimely death.
1: So look at this. The mom's like holding the kid. He kind of looks over. He's like, oh, okay, maybe I'll put my hand on my son's shoulder, I guess.
0: <laughs> oh, and then he says this. Is, uh, does he say this? Or he says something to his son, I believe. I don't know if it was now or later, earlier. but I was like, kind of didn't have that with like the dynamic. There was no dynamic between the dad and the son. Uh, like, so kind of just come out of nowhere
1: so he did that he gave a smile and then immediately he just goes back to just stone face like okay that was my that was my t- attempt to earn my my wage for the day but that's all I got
0: <laughs> well alrighty then <laughs> that's,
1: that's yeah
2: he didn't even know he was in a movie they just got a random patient out of a hospital and rolled that him was... <laughs> into a
0: field that's Caleb's worst thing about this movie I suppose
2: it's like, what is happening?
1: And then I don't know why they had the uh, the rainbow at the end. Was that Mothra Leo's promise? I'll always be here to rejuvenate after you screw up. I'll give you this rainbow to uh, remind you.
2: Sure. Every time I see this, the surname Kobayashi. Once I get past Kobayashi Maru references, I can I can only think of the the um, the hot dog eating champion of, of like the early two thousands Kobayashi.
0: Is by the way, is that
2: still Joey Chestnut
0: or did some somebody else to throw him? Is uh, it's Joey
2: Chestnut. No, I think Joey Chestnut's still the current. Nice. He's been having that title for like quite a while, eh? Yeah. Did you see that um, that uh, that clip that went viral like a year ago or so? No. What was it about? Maybe
0: I did. I don't know. It was it. it was
2: during a competition and some spectators trying to interrupt. And he just, like, manhandles him while in the eating competition. Oh, my goodness. Like,
0: subdues, like, the random aggressor while he's eating. Yo, let's go, Joey. Yeah, I didn't see that one. Was that, like, I guess that was, like, the most recent. Yeah. Oh, wow, okay. This yeah, is... it's pretty recent. What the hey? Like, what, what a... <laughs> come on, you goof. What are you doing here? Like, don't cause mischief when you're... it's, like, a hot dog eating contest. You can't do that.
1: Yeah, what if someone chokes? I mean, that seems like a really dangerous place to cause mischief. Oh, well, there's a lot
0: of people who choke when they lose. But, you know, that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, I need to leave this commentary now. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you guys are you guys are paying me by the hour. And, uh, and wait, I'm we're just... paying. Wait, wait, wait. When when do we when do we start paying this guy? Dude,
1: this explains why Eric's been making just stone face and you know dead comments <laughs> for the past hour.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys can't see me in the commentary. I've been squinting oh, this whole no. time. Don't know what that's supposed to mean. It means I resemble the actor and Kyle Chandler. Do you? Okay. Wow.
1: Okay. Interesting. I'm making my. I'm contorting. All right. Now you've killed. Yeah, you killed the joke. So let's let's uh, let's kill this movie. What what are your final thoughts? Starting with you, Isaac. Let's get to uh,
0: you. Guys. So I'm going to give this a light feel in it. Uh, there was obviously stuff that I was like, oh, they. I'm not going to say wasted potential, but there definitely was some uh, stuff left on the table that they could have, you know, used to have. I won't say improved, but definitely like I guess bring the movie more together uh, with it. With it seems I think if they had gone the way of. Uh, making the dad a little bit more antagonistic, and them, ha- and then him, like having a redemption story at, with Leo almost being like his, uh, the, the personification of that. Again, do not have to, but other than that, like the the action was amazing with all the um with all the creature effects and and puppetry and our suit design and our like uh, uh, suit uh, su- suit stuff.
1: Can I pause Isaac for for a moment? I had no idea that this had this little. This little random little bit after the credits here, I thought I thought it was gonna be a post-credits scene, but yeah,
2: yeah, I definitely quit the movie when the credits started rolling, and so it's my first Me time too. seeing it through.
0: Goodness, you guys, come on! And I just <laughs> want to say,
2: also, maybe it was a poor translation of credits. I don't know, but there was a section that said like you know thanks or special thanks, and it listed like Apple Computers and some other things, but then a lot of it was just Toho, and that's just a little bit weird, like if you're watching like a movie like a Disney movie True. and it says like thanks
0: Disney like <laughs> really just thanking yourself yeah a bit weird but, anyway. but go ahead isaac
1: sorry I cut in <laughs> yeah
0: mothra return in mothra 2 that's not poorly titled at all
1: yeah from tokyo with love
0: <laughs> <laughs> good one um so yeah, no, this is like, this is like feeling it for me. Uh, I, yeah, I'd go back to this one. This one, I, yeah, pretty much go back to all the previous ones. Uh, but yeah, this one just had a lot of like good action to it. I enjoyed, uh, could have used more from the story, but, uh, and the score was amazing. So yeah, no, this is uh feeling it. Eric, what did you think of this movie? This one was a massive disappointment for me. Um, hmm. I don't,
2: I don't have that much of an opinion. I, like, I'm not necessarily someone who like loves Mothra or anything like that, like going into it, but still I, I was really expecting a lot more from this movie. And even though there was a lot of elements I liked, like the, like many of the visuals and the opening 30 minutes, I really kind of liked, but despite all of that, just the way the movie took a turn to the less interesting for me, um, I rated it quite severely. And, and upon my initial viewing, it felt like practically my second least favorite of of Godzilla Toho-verse. Um, All Monsters Attack being my number one least favorite. Um, and this felt like my second least favorite. Watching it again now for the commentary, I guess I like it a little bit better, but maybe it's because we're just bantering. I don't know. <laughs> and so I wasn't as focused that much on how much I disliked it the first time. Mm-hmm. But I originally gave it a very low rating of one and a half, uh, which is really low for me. I think I might boost it to maybe two after this discussion and and rewatch, but despite all the things I really, really liked, I, I just, I just hate how like, you know, three quarters of the film went or two thirds. It was just completely unengaging to me. And I just, don't like that in any kaiju movie I'm, I'm watching and i guess it just speaks more to just whatever my particular tastes are when it comes to this genre
1: yeah yeah no it really is a weak film and even when i was young like when i stopped having cable and stopped seeing these movies on uh you yeah, just every you know a couple times a year i never thought Fondly of the rebirth of Mothra movies, it was kind of like, oh yeah, those ones, uh, those are you know, throw them on the pile with like Inspector Gadget 2 Oh boy, you know, it felt like straight to video kind of kitty fare that was not very good. And so when I came back to it all these years later, I, I came back to it in twenty nineteen, I I came in with my shoulders slumped, like okay, I'm not I'm not gonna enjoy anything about these, and I didn't come away enjoying a lot, but I think there's some stuff here to carry me. But it's definitely not something to just sit down and watch. It's something to watch part of and then change the channel and come back when the big fight happens at the end, you know?
2: Yeah, if I may continue a little bit more, I mean, to reflect on some things you said, like... Sure. Um, I would trade good visuals and and meandering plot for bad visuals and interesting happenings. I would yeah. much rather have that if those are my two choices. And to put it in modern terms, like how I feel about this movie, it would be like watching a Michael Bay Transformer movie where there was, and maybe this has happened in some existing Michael Bay Transformer movies, but where they have like some type, you think they have some type of interesting premise that they're setting up at the beginning of the movie, and then imagine if the whole rest two-thirds of the Transformer Michael Bay movie was just stuff happening with very minimal dialogue, but just happenings um and i don't care how pretty you make that look it's it's not going to be engaging for me
1: no absolutely fair and so much of the michael bay movies do turn into that almost all of them i would say have like 20 minutes that has nothing to do with the plot and adds next to nothing
2: yeah i realized i realized that applied to some of them after i said (laughs) it out loud but yeah
1: oh but yeah i guess does that bring us around to the old uh the old randomizer been a little while here i guess i should get it booted up
2: fire up. you do don't rig it don't rig it to to um to pull up uh rebirth of mothra 2 or i may have to commit seppuku
1: on on my <laughs>
0: well it's gonna happen anyways at some point so at some point just not tonight
1: yeah no i don't rig it but oh mothra the original no, no i'm just kidding i haven't gotten it loaded up yet
0: yeah, I, I, can, sure. I can handle that
1: actually but... that guy's yeah eric's come prepared <laughs> Yeah, and I'm hitting play on the randomizer now.
2: Initiating system one. Super X2 Dinica Solo. Super X2 Working.
1: And we. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no, I don't want this right now it's uh it's godzilla 2014
0: yes let's go okay no sweet okay we can finally end that series okay let's go for now at least
1: yeah okay
0: okay i'm not upset
1: well it's just that we've knocked out the monsterverse so so early on here
0: yeah which also felt weirdly rigged oh i see i thought you I, I know. You, yeah oh wow no
1: i never did i i kept hoping for the heisei stuff yeah not the I was hoping to get to MonsterVerse way later down the line, but it all popped really? up early. Yeah.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. I thought you wanted to, like, no, I, I thought you hated the MonsterVerse. It's like, oh, man, like, I thought you wanted to get that one out of the way so we can get the Heisei stuff.
1: Well, I just thought... What?
0: What MirrorVerse is
2: that?
1: Yeah, no, I, I actually don't like the Heisei stuff, by the way. Oh, whoops. <laughs> it's my least favorite era of the Godzilla stuff. Yeah,
2: except for Return to Godzilla, which is kind of interesting. I'm going down the toilet the wrong way.
1: Whoops. Whoops. Yeah, it was more just uh, before we got to that stuff. I wanted to have since Isaac, you haven't seen a lot of this stuff. I wanted to have more context. That's true. Before we got to it all, but okay, Godzilla twenty fourteen. I'm um, okay, that's that's interesting.
0: Well, you're going from
2: arguably one of the worst to arguably one of the best.
1: That's fair. That that's that's at least an yeah an uptick. I, I wouldn't say it's arguably one of the best, but it's certainly better than this or pretty much any of the Heisei films. <laughs> so. So yeah, back to the monster verse. I guess this will be our last one until whenever that next one comes out. I think next summer. What's this? What's it called again? I think it's Godzilla and Kong: New Empire or something like that. That yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, something like that. I'm I'm wondering if this
2: is if this falls into the the group of movies that could be potentially delayed because of all the strike business. Or oh, not. yeah. oh, I would not be surprised. I Forgot about that. Absolutely. Okay, never
0: mind. So. Yeah, so that's why everything that's supposed to come out in twenty twenty four, it's all a question mark yeah. to me. Right. So anyway, yeah, Hollywood's gonna, you know, crumble and fall, so we may not get that. But we'll still have a lot of like, you know, Monster Verse not Monster we'll still have a lot of like Monster Mash stuff. So don't worry about Absolutely.
1: that all uh listeners. Oh,
0: there's plenty.
1: Yeah, and uh and thank you for, you know, joining us for this discussion here, Eric and of course Isaac for some more Mothra stuff. I'm always happy to get to this Monster Mash series. We don't get to it too often, but But I'm always happy to return.
0: Yeah, and we finally got to see Mothra. (laughs) But but take us
1: home, Isaac. Take us home.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, gentlemen, uh, for joining us uh, on this occasion. Uh, This was fun. Uh, Hopefully, you, ladies and gentlemen, those between and affiliated, had a wonderful time listening to us ramble on uh, against this movie. Hopefully, the commentary was enjoyable. And... I don't know if it was intellectually stimulating or, again, if it was just white noise (laughs) while you're watching the film. Uh, But to this I leave with you all. Would you love to see a giant moth face off against freshwater fish or seawater fish, excuse me, inside a fish tank? Till next time. Peace.
2: Yeah, just like many things on Novice this, I don't even know if this ever even gets posted or if these are, or if I'm just talking <laughs> into a unplugged mic this whole time. I, I never quite know what's happening.
1: Yeah, <laughs> our our Kubrick series that we recorded last year is still waiting to come out. It's still. Uh...
2: That's crazy, and we all, and we already covered like at least like half of them already.
1: Yeah, I only put out the '50s stuff. The '60s stuff. I'm waiting until we do the last one before I start releasing that. <laughs> I release them <laughs> all in one big batch.
2: As if we have like an editor producer uh, over executive producer who
0: has all these mandates that we have to.
1: Yeah, it's my it own mandates. Them. Yeah. Just
0: wait until like this gets released in 2025.
1: Hey. Yeah. Well, it'll be probably like March. So. <laughs> but anyway.
0: Ooh. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised Caleb isn't on strike right now. He, you know what? If you had to, I have no problem with that because he does so much, so it's like you can, can just, like, fire me if he has to.
2: Hey, <laughs> I Save the company millions. Oh, dude, it seriously would. <laughs>